What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews, and today we have a really special episode. We're doing film reviews on not only one, as usual, but two movies this week, and also we have a special guest. But first, so the movies that we're going to be doing this week is Underwater, directed by William... Eubank? Is Eubank? Is that how we say that? And it's starring Kristen Stewart, Vincent Castle, and T. Castle and uh, T.J. Miller. And then also we're doing Sea Fever, directed and written by Nessa Hardiman. And it's starring a bunch of uh, random foreign people, and then like one famous dude. So uh, with uh, Dougery Scott, and uh, when I say famous, he's like you know not like super mega famous, but he you know. Good work here. So, anyways, that's what we're talking about today. And actually, joining me is, well, as usual, the wonderful Christopher Cowles. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> and believe it or not, the man who has been mentioned far more than once on this podcast has somehow managed to make a special appearance, Mr. Kyle Gazak. How's it going, buddy? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Woo! 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 Yeah, Kyle made it, and well, we decided it was totally fair game for him to be on a Corona podcast since he's with me pretty much every day, working with me in close quarters. So he, he's he's fair game for this since he's exposed <laughs> to everything that I am at, at all times, pretty right. much for the most part on a daily basis. So so we brought him in; it was perfect. So yeah, those are the movies that we're going to be doing. And if you're new, if you're a new listener, maybe you've hopped on because Kyle's joined us or something along those lines, but. Uh, basically, we're here to be your uh, your anti-critic punk rock viewpoint into to film criticism. We're not too crazy about Rotten Tomatoes and think it's a skewed and kind of um, a not too great uh, system, <laughs> <laughs> to, to put lightly. And actually, Kyle's one of the people who got me, well, not got me, but... It, you're on the same page as me when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes. We've had the conversation before I even started this podcast. I hate them. <laughs> you, you hate them? Well said. Well said. <laughs> I mean, I mean I critics or Rotten Tomatoes or both? Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we don't fully hate critics. Just like, uh, you know, a chunk of them. Mostly the ones in this room. That's fair. <laughs> so, Copy yeah. that. Yeah, but welcome. And we're so glad that you guys are here to join us. So what we're going to do, uh, since we're doing two movies this episode, normally what we do is we talk about a little bit of news and then we get into what we've been watching lately. We will we'll do both of those, but we're just going to touch on the news real quick. So first, I want to talk about Trolls World Tour's gigantic success over the past couple of weeks. Is that being sarcastic or is it an actual... No, I'm, I'm being 100% serious. Oh, no, they're yes. actually successful. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. Yeah, and not a little bit. So this movie actually made more... I'm trying to look through the article here and see. So basically one of the big things about this that they've kind of figured out is that the studios actually get 80% of their profits when they do video on demand like this versus 50% if it goes to theater. So already they're making a lot more money right up top. Sure. So <clears throat> basically this uh movie they made 77 million revenue um from I guess what is it uh 95 million in rental fees. So with those percentages, so that's a pretty 
pretty large bring home as far as that goes. And it, basically it's just, uh, I think that they were surprised about how many people paid the $20, you know, rental fee and showed sure. up for mm-hmm. it. But I mean, it makes sense with everything that's going on with Corona and yeah. Kids being home, parents wanting new stuff to keep them entertained. Exactly. So now the big thing is, and the concern here is that because it did so well, this might be bad for movie theaters going forward. Because it's proven, because it's proving that people are showing up for at home viewing, you know. Well, they're kind of forced to at this point, so it's a biased are. opinion. Yeah, yeah. It could potentially be. What do you think, Kyle? I'm, I'm right down the middle because um, while there is a, a need for that, like content and having the accessibility of watching new things at home, like. Going to the movies is a special experience, especially on certain films like that are mm-hmm. bigger in scope. You just can't have that first time experience sure. from, you know, no matter how nice of a TV you might have, like watching 1917 or Avatar or whatever. Like these, yeah. it's these just big just, experiences. Right. It, it's more than just watching it. It's so much more. And so I... Like I think it's great that there's this much success, um, yeah. Especially in a wild time, and that um, there's more and more things that we can view. Um, but at the same time, I don't want that to to be overshadow. The norm. Yeah, and I don't want that to be the norm. I don't want it to overshadow going to the theaters. Yeah, I don't think it will, but I think there might be a shift as to how much. Yeah, maybe some things that I don't know. It's going to be a really weird situation we we've got to see what it looks like on the other side of corona before we can really get a grasp on what when things open back up yeah yeah when things do yeah so so i just so i wanted to talk about this in connection with what i'm about to tell you about next i actually mentioned this to kyle today when we were working together and i didn't but i didn't tell him about what the article was i just told him that there was something connected to this so this is insane this just dropped yesterday and basically because of this trolls news so this dropped two days ago or no, a day ago, I think, yesterday. And then today, this news dropped, or something like that. What is size. time? Nobody yes, what knows. It, who knows? Who knows? So, <laughs> get this. Take a look. Read this title right here on this article, Kyle. <laughs> AMC Theaters and Regal refuse to play Universal movies once theaters reopen. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is some, like schoolyard drama going on here yeah yeah is this not bonkers what's their basis so basically they are rip something uh, yeah yeah so basically (laughs) amc and regal i guess it says regal in this as well i know the amc for sure uh, and it does say theater chain. Re- re- oh, okay. So AMC started it. So this article has actually changed. That's why I was confused. This article has changed since I added it to my little notes here. Basically, now uh, Regal joined AMC in their ban of Universal Films. So basically, they're mad because Universal released this big budget blockbuster, butts in seats kind of movie during this COVID time, and and made all of this money. And they're mad about it. And so they're basically like, well, fine, screw you. Like, y'all wanted to go ahead and release this without us? Then we're just not going to show your movies anymore. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're still going to make their money, though. Like, yeah. if they're that big of a production company, which obviously Universal is. Or mm-hmm. did you say Universal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Universal. Like, if that many people bought it with them being close, like, the movie theaters doing this is literally not going to affect them in any way. Yeah. Or do you think that 
trolls would have made more money in the theaters. It so well according to the this uh, it actually this movie in the same amount of time has made substantially more than the first movie made. Now there could be some ex- And this is the third of that. No, no, second. This is only the second. Oh, really? There was like a holiday special, but it wasn't oh, in theaters. Okay. Um, and they like a, there's like a cartoon TV show as well, but th- those aren't really connected to the. Yeah. Well, I mean, back in are, the eighties. No, no, no. Now there's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Yeah, but um, so I mean, supposedly within the time period that we're talking about, this movie did a lot better. Now that could be because everybody loved the first one, and so yeah. so there's because who doesn't was, love Justin Timberlake? Oh yeah, and Ander. Anna Kendrick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Justin. Great. just Justin. He's yeah. matters. <laughs> so yeah, but I thought this was nuts. Like basically, these two theater chains are throwing their weight around to be like, you don't go have fun without us. Possibly more because I'm pretty sure Carmike Cinemas was bought by AMC. Yeah. So that's just there's probably some other stuff t- tied into this. Yeah, um, this is nuts. I they feel need to like, calm down. Yeah, I feel like the production company holds more cards in this situation than the movies do, or the theaters yeah. do. Yeah, I kind of do too, just because the movie theaters are the ones hurting real bad right, right now. Yeah, this but, is just them lashing out in self defense. Y- yeah, it is. There it is. Like yeah. they got their ego I, hurt. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they realize this, but even though they uh, released Trolls and it made so much money that. When things calm down and reopen to like 100%, yeah. there's going to be a huge influx of viewers and moviegoers, me included. Like, yeah, yeah, for I'm, sure. I don't know about y'all, like, I miss that. Oh, I yeah. miss going yeah. to see a huge, whether it's just a popcorn feature yeah, or something a little bit deeper. I I mean, I want to go yeah. to the theaters opening night or, you know, by myself for a matinee. Like, I just, I want that. And so sure. there's going to be a lot more going back to the theaters because you can't right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, they're going to make their money, <laughs> which I think I think it'll be a trickle. I think in the beginning it actually won't be as great because it's one of those things where like if everybody's not opening right at the same time mm-hmm. and if people aren't showing up, you know, it's going to be like, OK, well, when are we? It's going to take a big movie being back in theaters like it's going to take Marvel being like, all right, Black Widow's out like this. Tenet, yeah. Like Wonder Tenet, Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Those kind of things like it's going to take them saying they're going to release them. Yeah. So, yeah, this is just wild. I didn't want to talk about it too long, but I just wanted to bring it up because this is kind of unprecedented for the like. You hear about weird things like this happening with like cable channels, where where like uh, let's say like uh, Directv will be like, oh, or like a cable channel will be like, oh, Directv, we're not putting our movie or our channel on your network or your service provider because we're mad at you for whatever reason. Right. But in this kind of situation, you just don't hear about it. This is nuts. So actually, one thing I wanted to do as well, and that we didn't really talk about it much at the beginning but kyle is very much intertwined in this industry much more than me or matt or chris or sydney or any of us that are normally on this podcast which is one of the main reasons with this podcast is to kind of have i am definitely the most movie highest level movie buff of our little crew (laughs) for sure and then it kind of (laughs) trickles yeah and then it's a a trickle down effect with everybody and then like chris is on the rock bottom of like Mm -hmm. not (laughs) like the rest of my life yeah i like to keep it at the very lowest possible standard (laughs) exactly so but but kyle is definitely he's 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 a tier above me as far as being a movie buff or anything else and he's very much intertwined with the industry and he's film major and actor and so he's <laughs> he's he's very he he knows a lot of people that are involved in the industry and he's seeing the ins and outs and part of what I was talking to Kyle about is you know I wanted him to kind of give a little voice to 
what's going on, what he's seeing from the inside with some of the people that he knows, and what's going the effect of the the pandemic, quarantine, all that fun stuff. How's it looking on the inside? Um, well, there's a th- uh, three, maybe a few things I can hit on. Um, right now, it sucks because <laughs> the industry is closed down, and what what yeah. that means, there's no work. Granted, there are some like skeleton crew projects that are still going on out there. You're seeing new commercials. Uh, for lack of a better example, commercials and, and things that are on TV that are uh, related to the pandemic sure, and everything. Sure. Like, well, someone's got to be filming that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, things like that. And post-production, over... I'm guessing, as well. So mm-hmm. post... Yeah. People are, people are even working on pre-production from home. Uh, but yeah. uh, um, projects that were shut down already... Uh, some of the directors or producers have like gone to social media and posted about, hey, doing some editing from home today, stay safe. Mm-hmm. And it's from chunks of the film that they were able to get before everything got shut down. So they're still trying to make use of the time. Uh, but overall, there's no work. It sucks. There's yeah. no auditions. You can't do submissions for things. Um, yeah. You can, well, you can still submit, but it's very, very scarce. Like it's trickling in. It's and it's usually for things that are later this year. And into 2021, preferably when things are back to normal. Um, So they're okay to post, you know, things like that and be looking for their talent and scouting and whatnot. Um, But yeah, I I mean, and there are others, so many others out there feeling this, but it's barren right now. Yeah. As far as on the work front. Um, The good thing from that is uh, it's forcing artists to be creative yeah. Um, and really put the hustle in and, uh, like writers. Um, yeah, that's what I was about to say. This might be a boom for writers as far as material just being churned out right it, now. It is. That's, that's the good thing on the flip side of this. Um, cause I was talking to a few people and right now it's looking like there's going to be a huge push of new content, especially over all the streaming platforms. Because yeah. when things get back, you know, there's been this gap of no new content so they're gonna want new shows new short form things maybe it's like on quibi um new films indie Mm -hmm. features shorts um, anthologies um uh so i would keep keep an eye on the writers right now yeah um they're like churning things out and they're ready to go so that when you know things kind of calm down yeah that you know i wouldn't be surprised if you look across netflix uh disney plus hulu Mm -hmm. amazon prime all that that Obviously, they already have tons of original uh, projects, but sure. I think there's going to be a huge rush, and you'll see it too. Just yeah. wait, what? There's this is trending. This is on my uh, mm-hmm. um, recommended. Like, there's ten new shows. I when did this get made? Well, it's getting yeah. made right now, so that you know production written. can or written, written right now. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. in the pre-production phases, so that yeah. they can go off to the races. They'll be ready to churn stuff out mm-hmm. once it will probably hit like a a baby boom of sorts mm-hmm. in the industry as far as just them churning out a bunch of stuff once yeah. things get back to work. Right. And then it's kind of <clears throat> cyclical that it'll come back to the actors because we who are out of work, there's going to be that much more opportunity. There's yeah. going to be tons of, you know, open roles and and uh people looking for new talent um yeah. like un unrecognized, not your A-list, B-list, you know, up and coming stars, people that are working in the game but not really yeah really hit home yet um and that's kind of encouraging in, yeah. in the middle of all this uh that there might be a uh what's a what's a good uh 
example, a, a dry well yeah. right now to, it might be springing forth a little bit, um, mm-hmm. with new stuff. Uh, and I would imagine, I hope a couple yeah. months from now, yeah. let's hope so. Moving yeah. into the fall. Yeah. Yeah. So, fingers crossed for sure. Yeah. Uh, don't say uh, fall. That yeah. makes my heart hurt. Sorry. You know, you know, uh, no, back summer. into back into summer, summer, back into summer. Summer's We're not even here. at summer yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, and and it sounds like yeah. I, I've kind of made some predictions on previous weeks, and it sounds like you're echoing what I've been assuming was kind of going to be the case to a degree. And I, I'm I'm quite interested to see what what shakes out because I mean a lot of people are going to be really ready to get back to rolling once, as far as the industry goes, once mm-hmm. the doors are opened and the conditions are kind of forcing our hands to be creative in other avenues where you're like um you have a lot of celebrities doing um what is it the little videos on cameo yeah yeah. because they're at home uh, and sending them to the people who want you know personal messages you have the craze with tiktok and all the influencers on there and even (laughs) even what's cameo (laughs) you know what cameo what yeah no okay i just want to make sure you know what cameo is because i totally do yeah where they where they have celebrities you pay for celebrities to do i'm sorry you pay celebrities to do something they need celebrities like personal messages like hey idris elba i want you to do a birthday message for my friend chris it's like fiverr but for rich people yeah basically we all know that actors the really famous ones are starving they don't eat much Mm -hmm. they're very poor it's true they they need more money so this is a clear reason why this exists. I mean, it makes sense. It makes yep. a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's what they're doing. <laughs> it I is. have no control over that. But yeah. But yeah. And, I think and, I think a lot of them. I was kind of joking the other day, and I'm like, I think a lot of these like bigger stars are just like they're bored and they're just used to like so much attention all the time that they're all going stir crazy because like they're not just in the limelight anymore, and so they're like, hey. Look at me. I'm still over here. There's I still be, exist. There's got to be a degree to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. saw um, just a screenshot of a Twitter post by um, yeah, did Will of Fortune. Sajak? Pat Sajak? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. posted something along those lines yeah. of like, oh, us famous people are used to getting all the attention. Yeah. You need to feed us some. Exactly. It was like kind of a <laughs> self-jab, so it was cool. But Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's kind of... I've, I've, I've been watching on the periphery some of these people. Some of them are handling it well. Some of them mm-hmm. are not. We'll just put it at that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out. John Krasinski? Yeah. Oh, he's killing they it. They are... Man crushing it yeah with his little news yes. news bit and all that fun yes. stuff so uh i think we've gone through this stuff i know with doing t- two reviews this is going to be a longer episode in general so i think we should probably go ahead real quick and we'll pop in on the what's new with you section um not spend too much time i don't know i guess we'll start with you kyle is there anything that you kind of want to mention real quick as far as what you've been watching lately and you know any new shows or things that even you've gone back to watch or something that you haven't watched yet that you're catching up on or anything like that that you want to pop sure in? um uh, let's see i powered through season one of outer banks yeah love it i know we uh, haven't talked about that which actually here. isn't doesn't take place in the right. outer banks right they've <laughs> definitely filmed in charleston and surrounding areas um but visually they the only thing that was missing were the dunes but yeah that was really enjoyable um to where like i'm ready for season two um yeah. uh i am <laughs> at your request yeah powering through westworld yeah. um about to start season two yeah because he hasn't seen any of westworld oh, yet holy yeah mother. yeah okay yeah, yeah. No. But, oh but here's the thing uh, here's the thing i've stayed away from spoilers yeah so i've had nothing ruined I mean, I know Aaron Paul nice. shows up in season three. Yeah, what? I saw, 
But like, who? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who's Aaron Paul? Yeah. <laughs> what but are you talking about? That's all I know. So Science. it's yeah. st- it's still fresh for me. So yeah. I'm going through that. Good greatness. Um, and and uh, just side note, very quickly, is that this season is still friggin' fantastic. Yeah. And actually, Chris and I both had the same realization just a second ago. Yeah. There's one thing that I forget in every single podcast to tell <laughs> everyone about in the beginning. I've only remembered like once, but it's that. We base our podcasts off of the rating of our episode of our podcast off of the movies that we're reviewing. And this week, one of the two movies we're reviewing is rated R, so this episode is going to be R. So, you know, just coming into it knowing it's actually been clean up till now, I think. But yeah. just so you I know. I hit you with yeah. an F-bomb and I caught myself. Yeah, <laughs> since we hadn't announced it yet. So now you know. this is. <laughs> so now you're uh, F-bomb free, Chris. You're Thanks. good to go here. So, uh, Pay yeah. Lo- payload is ready. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's locked, cocked, and loaded, loaded, roaded. He's roaded. Yeah, <laughs> yes, words. They're <laughs> tough. <laughs> Struggling. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Westworld. Yes. Uh. Oh gosh, what was the other one? Um. Oh, I will mention this, even though it's a couple weeks past, because you had mentioned it before on an episode. Yeah. Finished devs. Yes. Which yeah. Is Y'all Air both five. Have, Air five. Yes. Yeah. Y'all both have finished it. Yeah, we have. Incredible. Uh, and I'm and I like, I, I had a. <laughs> it's mind bending. I'll say that. Um, so mm-hmm. you should definitely finish. We will. And then, I mean, you threatened my wife about it today. So hopefully that little push will <laughs> make it. If y'all don't finish by the time I catch up on Westworld, yeah. we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to be ashamed if he's been able to watch two and a half seasons of Westworld in the amount of time <laughs> that we could watch one season of Devs. <laughs> well, it's only three episodes because you've only you've already seen. Yeah, we've yeah. only got like, three left. Yeah. Or two um, left, maybe. Two left. I think now. I have two left now. Yeah. Um, that's stupid. But that's stupid. that's also You're Sydney. Stupid. No, it's Sydney. Um, I love you. She's stupid. She's not here to defend herself. <laughs> <laughs> Two more things. Extraction on Netflix. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Super fun. Uh, yeah. Dude, I saw that the other night and I was like, I kind of want to watch this. But then I ended up watching... Uh, underwater. Yep, Underwater. Yeah. yeah. I Extraction's wanna, action I hear your looks, looks sick. I'm ready to watch it. Inc- like Sam Hargrave did a great job. Yeah. Um, Which is known for doing Marvel films previously. Well, He's been yeah, a stunt, stunt coordinator. Work, stunt right? work, stunt coordinator. And, stunt and then became like, I think a second unit director for all the like stunt heavy things. Yeah. He doubled for Cap. He primarily um, his big gig, I think, was well. He's he's been attached to most of the Marvel stuff that the Russos have been attached yeah, to. Yeah, like what he I worked on Civil War. He did a lot in Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Um, when you say double, do you mean he was the stunt double mm-hmm. for? Yeah, yeah. He like, was actually uh, he was one Chris, of the ca- Chris. Yeah, Captain not, America. Yes, Evans. he was Captain America. Chris Evans. America. There's so many Chris. <laughs> I was like yeah. Pine Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Christopher. He, he was, was my double. Your, yeah, he was your stuntman. Yeah. He just comes in here and sits on the couch when you're not here. He does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a. Uh, I recommend that film. That was a uh, nice extraction. Fun, yeah, that was fun to watch. And then um, I'll probably get shade for this. That's fine. I am uh, rewatching uh, seasons one and, and two of uh, the Orville before season three drops on Hulu. So that show Dude, just did nothing for me. I've heard so many people say that it was a good show, like really? it was funny, and it was still had some like actual genuine serious. It, like you could take it, it gets, like a Star Wars. I'm doing Star Trek. Quotes, it's right? more Star yeah, Trek. Sorry. Yeah. It oh gets, god! It gets you have just committed a carnal sin. Someone's <laughs> gonna right, shut I'm us gonna down leave. now. All right, come on, Michael. <laughs> no, it yeah, gets okay. it gets serious in some episodes, and it took them probably four or five episodes of the first season to really find their footing and their balance because it did feel forced. Uh, the comedy in the beginning because I then, watched the first two episodes and I was just like, yeah. "This is 
fucking dumb. The back like, end, the back end, and especially season two, they they hit their better. stride, and it's like I mean, and what what's her face from Shield that's on it is a cutie. So yeah. I mean, she's worth watching it. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's also some huge dames that drop yeah. in there just because Seth MacFarlane is... Oh my God. He, he knows everyone on the planet. I thought you said dames for a second. I was like, okay, 1950s, calm down. <laughs> there's the some huge dames dropping in this show. All these dames on this show are really rad. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, season, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Season 3 is coming sometime this year on Hulu, yeah. so I thought I'd hmm. refresh myself on that. So that's all I've been watching. Okay, cool. Nice. nice. Chris, anything you want to... Uh, not really since no. the last time. It talked? feels like we just recorded. Yeah. So, which um, we have been. We're trying to move our schedule back up again so to early in the week. but No. I mean, I don't think I did mention last week that I was watching Westworld, but mm-hmm. I've only seen, I think, two episodes of the new season. So Okay. Yeah. You good. need to get back up on that. Oh, yeah. Man. It's just continues to I just to have to be it. a Jack Sparrow for it. So. it uh, Jack Sparrow. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't get um, it. Well, I'm not going to say it on okay. live TV. <laughs> Air quotes. Anyways. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I don't have HBO Go. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Let me yeah. spell it out okay. for you. Okay. Oh, it took me a minute. I was like, <laughs> but you have an alcoholic, me. that's normal. Oh. And uh, so, <laughs> yep, yep. need Checks to look fancy <laughs> and like you haven't bathed lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't really need to do that to yep. watch Westworld. That's true. <laughs> so, I'm just, I was really lost. <laughs> but I get it now. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I can't really think of anything else, uh, other than what I've mentioned last yeah. week. Yeah, I haven't and, watched anything. Which, and with then. us watching two movies this week too, so yeah. Which, well, Kyle and I just plowed through both of them in a day. So both yeah. these movies that we're reviewing today. Well, I have two that I'm going to pop in on real quick. So one of which is Miracle Workers, and that is the new Daniel Radcliffe show on TBS. Right? Is that right, Kyle? Do you, do I you remember? believe so. I'm pretty sure so. So yeah, it was, and TBS is actually has it free right now, but I think it ends tomorrow as far as it being free. I think it's just like some special thing they're doing because of the pandemic and everything, but Rona. yeah, so I'm, I've been watching, I'm three episodes in now, but it's actually, it's got Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi in it yes. and Steve Buscemi is playing God and he's basically playing a... <laughs> It, this is a very specific type of humor. If you're someone who is very religious and easily offended when people poke fun at your religion, then you could be offended by the show. I think it's great. I actually really like it. It's I, I like the concept of God just like being like, man, I've been doing this forever. I'm really tired of it. And that, like shows like Supernatural do it. And I've seen other things that do too. This takes it to the extreme. This God is a dipshit. Like he is dumb, like to the point in which he has like his his right hand man, like his his the guy who helps him. Literally, he uh, di- his name's Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's Jesus. He just runs around. They're the same person, Chris. Come on. <laughs> so, well, and so it, in this heaven reality, everything's almost like ours. Like. God has a microwave in his room and he doesn't know how to use the microwave. Therefore, he needs an assistant to tell him how to use the microwave. And God is so useless (laughs) that he then did not know that he couldn't pick the... Um, the the item out of the microwave with his bare hands and he burned his bare hands. (laughs) And... Just like, it's just so dumb. Like, it's, it's dumb humor. Apparently, it's based off a book. 
but it, it's very funny. And but the whole catch is the deal is that since God has just kind of checked out anyways, but there's all the, all these other departments that do different things. It's not like God does everything. So there's like a department that for anything you can think of in heaven and the miracle workers department is where Daniel Craig works and he is the singular guy who grants miracles to people. You said Daniel Craig. Or not Daniel Craig, Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure. I was like, is yeah. he in it too? Yeah. Because I, that like, would be that would be two great. Daniels? Yeah, that would be What's fantastic. Better than that? Them in a room together, just being miracle workers. Yeah. But yeah, so Daniel Radcliffe is the guy who is the miracle worker. And but the thing is it's one person answering all of the planet's miracles. And it's just a <laughs> ridiculous concept. So on top of that though, what they analyze and what I actually really kind of like and it's super creative is the fact of like oh, you know, you, you hear people talk about like, oh, you know, why didn't God do this? Or why didn't God do that? And the, the answer in this is basically it's like they analyze down to the minute degree of like how hard it would be to actually like to solve a, or help with a miracle. So just even something simple. Like, so that's the thing is the only miracles that Daniel Radcliffe has been doing for decades is literally like helping someone find a lost glove. <laughs> or like they're missing keys nice. or like a sandal that they lost or something. That's the only ones because they're so simple to where it's like, like one of them is he helps someone find a glove. The guy's like, yeah, there's my glove. He puts it on, puts on a ski mask, grabs a shotgun and goes and robs and kills people. And he's just like, see, this is why you don't do miracles. Like, you know, so like the whole thing is just like how you could, and, and they try and do like other miracles and it's like, oh, they accidentally cause a tidal wave and kill like a thousand people or something. Or so it's just talking about like, this is why you don't get miracles for these big things because it's so complicated. And the like kind of the butterfly effect basically but and it's all done in a comedic manner it's like a little 20 30 minute show but i've had a lot of fun with it it's really goofy and it's 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 good and danny radcliffe is amazing as always like i just love watching the dude and we all know steve buscemi is really good at playing an idiot and he is an (laughs) idiot in this show as well and he's great at it so i don't know i do recommend i recommend miracle workers if you can check it out and apparently the second season is called like miracle workers dark ages and it's apparently <laughs> in the dark ages i don't know how or That's how funny. the time works well oh and the other conceit to the show is that god has decided that he's tired of dealing with earth and he's going to destroy it and so the the goal to this first season is basically that if they can actually solve one of the big miracles and make it happen, then he won't destroy Earth. So that's the premise to the actual first season of the show, which is pretty cool. So the other one I wanted to talk about really quick is a show called The Last Kids on Earth. It's an animated show. It's a Netflix original. I've been watching it with my kids because it's hard to find kids shows that don't suck and aren't just super boring. (laughs) First off, the animation in the show is awesome. It's just really, really good. So the other thing is, so it started with actually like a little mini movie, like an hour, hour and a half, hour and 10 minute movie. And then they just dropped a whole season like this past week. And me and the kids have already watched like the whole season with everything that's going on. We've just been around home all the time. So, but it's just really good. It's basically about a bunch of kids or like, well, not a bunch, but like four kids, four or five kids who survived the apocalypse basically zombies are everywhere but this is animated but like it's still fun for adults to watch and it's good but basically zombies are everywhere and these monsters are but there's also monsters and basically the whole thing is that an alternate dimension opened up 
and so these monsters are coming through and then there's zombies and they're fighting them and it's very like kind of video gaming because the kids like video games and so they're like doing things to get like achievements you know where they like they like <laughs> kill good. yeah exactly they're like and like actual like video game achievement type stuff will pop up on the screen when they do something and the kids will be like pretending like they're in a video game and stuff it's it's fun it's it's really neat it's a cool show <laughs> i've enjoyed watching it actually so that's that's saying something. the gamer in you is delighted of course yeah. exactly and it's a actually a neat concept that like the zombies it's not just a zombie apocalypse it's actually that an alternate dimension opened up and all these monsters and creatures and stuff actually came through too and so it's not just zombies and they're actually like basically trying to create a bestiary and create a book nice. of to catalog all the monsters. They're like stealing little pieces of all the monsters, not killing them, but taking pieces of them to create it's morbid. Yeah, <laughs> but like like a quill from like something that shoots quills, or yeah, like okay. slime from one of them, or whatever. And they're <laughs> creating like just all these crazy weapons, and it's it's fun. <laughs> it's a neat little video gaming kid show. It's cool, and the nice. animation seriously, the show is really cool to look at. You should look it up. But yeah, it's called The Last Kids on Earth. So, anyways, that's that's pretty much it. That's what I wanted to pop in on and talk about. So since we've ran through all of our uh, What's New With You section, now if you're not familiar with this podcast, one of the things, I think the thing that makes this podcast special and fun is basically what we like to do is every week we we basically make tomato score predictions for whatever film we're reviewing and try and guess what the critics and the general public, the audience is going to think and it, it comes into our analyzation of Rotten Tomatoes and our, our look into that and we're trying to see how how much it differs between the general public and and then the critics and so right right out of the start what we'll do is we'll go ahead and guess our tomato score predictions and the first movie we're going to talk about is Sea Fever so before we do our predictions the other thing we do is we talk about who should or should not see a the film because we don't really like to direct you and we i've said before you know we in an age of influencers and everybody's trying to influence everybody we aren't really here to try and influence you and tell you that you should or shouldn't see this movie like we will give you an idea about if we think you would or would not like it based on certain possible parameters and then you just listen to our review which is 100 percent spoilers and more or less have a conversation with us versus you know us just being like this is bad don't go see it it's a big pile of shit so you know that's basically it so who do you guys think should and should not see sea fever we literally just finished watching it i am like the worst person to ask i know matt's the master i feel like chris will have this this. his name's kyle or kyle (laughs) get it right sorry yeah, well, you're sitting in the Chris spot, so... I thought I was sitting in the Matt spot. No, no, Matt's actually usually in the other Matt, spot. Matt, I'm so sorry. I'm sitting in the Matt spot. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, the whole dynamic's just been thrown <laughs> yeah, off yeah. of sorry. him. Thanks, it's, Sid. Yeah. These, I'm blaming Sid on this Arouse Studios is just totally thrown off kilter. Um, I know who shouldn't watch it. Yeah. Fisherman. <laughs> yeah. Fisherman um, should not And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah. People who should watch it... If, you're, if you have a fascination in uh, science, maybe yeah. bio, specifically biology, and yeah. then um, was any like relatable... slow burn thriller lovers? Yeah, yeah, I guess I would definitely say slow burn thriller. That's yeah. that's a big one, and, and that's indie, probably the best I could do. If you like the, your lighter it's indie a foreign fare. film, mm-hmm. foreign kind of, but not like foreign foreign language. More of gritty just... gritty indie. Yeah, 
It's yeah. a Swedish-Irish-ish film, right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's a yeah. Swedish oh, film. We'll it's a Swede-Irish film. We'll get based to that. in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, we'll get to that. Weird. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, if you're a fisherman or a scientist, maybe you'll be into this. <laughs> Did I say fish? If you're No, no, no. No, oh, you okay. said it right. It's okay. just you saying no, it right was hilarious to me. <laughs> either fishermen or scientists. Scientists. That's either it. of those you know, things. We have, I, it's a large demographic that we're targeting. I thought I said fish. I was like, if you're a fish, you should watch this movie. Yeah, if it. you're a fisherman yeah. and you watch this, you won't want to go back out on the water. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you might not. Yeah. It's... it's uh, That's probably the best way to put it and where we should leave it. If you're into mm-hmm. indie, slow burn type movies... Or if you're a fish. <laughs> <laughs> so. Blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. I'm a fish out there. So, you guys. Hmm, Kyle, I don't think I want Kyle to guess the scores first. Have you seen anything? I know you came into this pretty fresh. About CV or no? Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so. I saw a minute trailer like a month or something ago. Okay. And that was it. Hadn't seen anything. Hadn't read anything. All right. Well, then I'll since you're the since you're the guest, I will let you start with your tomato score predictions for this. So you can give me the um, your critic score first, and then your audience critic score. I got it seventy one. Okay. And audience, I have it fifty eight. Ooh. Okay. This this feels that that feels pretty solid. What do you think, Chris? <clears throat> for sea fever. Yes, for sea mm, fever. Man. Chris and I normally pull these scores out of our butts in the moment. I could tell you had you had prepared, you were ready. Yeah, he oh, looked at it. his notes. Yeah, he had it in all. <laughs> he has a note. The, the mountain of notes. I don't even over know here. what that oh, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is paper? Um, what am I feeling in this moment? I need to pick up some vibrations here. <laughs> I'm going to say critics gave it a 63. Okay. And audience, oh goodness, I'm going to say 58. 50. We'll keep them That's close what together. Kyle said. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll change it then. <laughs> Just Let's go one say... number above or below. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to pull that you shit. Pull a Sydney. <laughs> I'm going to do... I'll, I'll do 68. 68? I'll say the audience liked Ooh. it better than the critics. Really? You think? No, because my first <laughs> guess was his. But you know what? I live life on the edge. Okay. Awesome. 63 and 68. Okay. So I'm going to go a little higher than Kyle. I'm going to go a 78 for critics. And then for audience, I think... You guys are really right in that that's that sweet spot. I'm gonna go a bit lower though. I'm gonna go fifty for audience. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's pretty good on that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now what we're gonna do is we'll move into our individual thoughts, opinions, and the actual review for Sea Fever. This is gonna be a little different than normal. So what we'll do is we'll conclude this portion like normal. We'll do our review. We'll look at our our predictions or the results from our predictions and then we'll actually just follow that up with talking about underwater and really the reason we're talking about this one first is just because it's the most fresh on our minds and so which honestly out of the two of these movies this is the one that less people are going to know about without a doubt Mm -hmm. so for sure yeah and i would say just look in the show notes you can see the time signatures stamps and stuff if you want to skip forward or back if you haven't seen one or the other, you can. I'll have all that in the show notes, so it'll be easy to pop around on the uh, on the episode if you're if you hadn't seen one or the other. So at this point, everything is going to be spoilers on for the film Sea Fever. From here on now, let's do it, boys. Yes. Here you go. So, Kyle, 
the thing that we do, which you've listened some, so yes. the thing that we do is actually first and foremost, we just really quick want to know: Did you or did not? Did you not like this movie? <laughs> did you or did, did you not? You, did, did you? Did you? Words. Not. Words. Words. Like like. Yes. Bad. What do you think of this thing? Or just man, like what? Where are you at on the scale? Meh. Yeah. Four out of ten. Five yeah. out of ten. Giving it a yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Where are you sitting, Chris? I feel the same. Feel the same? It's a very meh movie. Yeah. I, I'm there maybe even a little less. I look at my notes. Yeah, I'm going um, with a little bit less. The last well. thing that I wrote on my notes was, this movie is so dumb. Um, that was <laughs> that was the, the last yeah. thing on my notes here. But I feel like critics are actually probably going to like this movie. This seems like a critic kind of, uh, especially because it's so of the moment. This yeah, movie this is... movie hit some. I mean, I couldn't help. We were try. We always try to not, to not talk, talk about talk movies, good especially just... whenever we see it. Yeah, I could not help myself no. in certain circumstances yeah. where I was just like, eh. yeah, it's just like, eh. is this is this chick using the Trump playbook? Yeah, like we're is this a press conference? Yeah, like about this... COVID nineteen. Yes, it really felt like that, even we... though it was filmed like yeah a year ago. Yeah, exactly. Right, more. It, it almost felt like I, that was the other thing I wrote down was just like, how was this not made? after COVID-19. Right. Like, how did this magically come out before? Clearly, because this movie kind of came out of nowhere. I I think they released it because of the situation. I bet, I think it's all, it all makes sense now. Yeah. Trump watched this movie, like, in some (laughs) backdoor screening. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? UV lights. Yeah. UV lights. That's it. Injecting into into this, we're going to get some disinfectants into here and... Shoot him up, brother. Yeah. That's he stole it from this movie. He did, yeah. It was legit in this movie. I was just like, we were both, we were all just sitting there. We're like, Trump. Like, (laughs) what is is this chick Trump right now? Like, what is happening? They literally pulled out the disinfectants. Yeah, and she was like, no, wait, this isn't gonna work. (laughs) We need some UV lights. (laughs) They pulled out the UV lights. I know. I thought it was really odd where she was like, probably, probably not. This this might work. It might be great. It might not. I don't know. Probably. Wait, we will know. It's gonna be terrific. If Trump watched this, if his next suggestion is electroshock therapy, because <laughs> yeah, that was the next step. That was the, the next, yeah. We're shocking yeah. the whole bit. So, yeah, if if he's telling pe- people to electrocute, which which and... actually, some, some deeper digging into the mm-hmm. science. There is a lot of science background into the stuff he said. He just said it wrong and dumb. Right. Yeah. Like the UV light, I mean, that's why it was in here is because it actually all is real science. He just... And I mean, the dude wasn't talking... He just talking, talks real he, bad. He talks so bad. He uh, talks the worst. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he wasn't actually talking about injecting right. actual disinfectant Clorox in your veins. Yeah. He just doesn't know how to say things right sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. So, it's but still funny. It was so weird watching this movie and then yeah. all of that being the case. And anybody listening mm-hmm. has no idea what we're talking about right now, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, they might unless yeah. they've seen the movie. Yeah. Right. Which they, they might have. Yeah. Because I so that was the thing is part of why I decided to do this aside from just having like a nautical themed episode with two C movies. <laughs> I, love I just really wanted to do and Kyle is in the same boat as me where we're just constantly like we need more of these movies. I'm the a child boat. of the time. Yeah, the same boat. I gotcha. Yeah, he is. He's right along with the, with. I the need town. water in my life. Yeah. Exactly. Semen. Water. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah. I, I heard him say semen too. Said water. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. 
<laughs> so highbrow humor. Yes, very high, very high. So I didn't write. I started like a little pros and cons thing when I was doing this. Kyle did too. He he gave me the idea Twinsies? during the previous oh, okay. movie to do it, and I was like, "That's a good idea. I should do that for this one." So I did, but really, I didn't write down a ton of pros. But one <laughs> one that I, I did, did one that I did in really big letters was exploding eyes. I wrote that in gigantic I, letters. Yeah. Did you too, Kyle? I, I did three unexpected moments. Yeah, and that was one of them. Exploding eyes, yeah. dude. The exploding eyes really caught me. I was not expecting it, especially because it started so slow, mm-hmm. and it took a good solid forty five minutes for this movie to do anything yeah. whatsoever. And that was part of my issue with it. Yeah. It was a long-ass movie. Let me just put it. Yes. Two it hours was... and 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It overstayed long. its welcome. Yes. Long. But then it was kind of weird because when it finally did get to the ending, I was like, wait, we're ending now? Like, I saw your notes what and it? it just made me crack up. Did it? I saw one of his notes. Yeah. Go ahead and say What it. ending? What ending? It, it was yeah. like, worst ending ever. <laughs> That's all I saw. Like, what is this? Yeah. It's like they lost budget or something yeah. right there and just, oh, well we got to turn off the cameras. It, it did. It just ended out of nowhere. With so many things it's left like, uh, we're gonna, unresolved. Like things that, you know, it's yeah. always good to have uh, things open uh, for interpretation when things come to a close. But sure. like, there's some things that just don't even get to that point that just, they forgot about or they Everything didn't care about. Everything happened super fast all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. It was just like they turned up the gas, it took off, and all of a sudden she's swimming into like a glowing anus in the sea. It's and magical. The, the wife? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the wife yeah she's just, just, she's like, just wait. out. Yeah. And you're like, wait, she didn't, like, they said it was going to be like a multi, multi-day paddle, so clearly she didn't get to this, like, the boat coming is not the boat that she got, I wouldn't Probably think. Because it hadn't been more than like a day as far as I could tell. Right. Oh, definitely not. No. No. So, yeah, that had nothing to do with her. So what happened to her? Who knows? Yeah. Well, and also, yeah, that was another thing I wrote was like everything happened so fast all of a sudden. It was like she kills her husband. The one dude dies from all the cuts. Like, which, and y'all started laughing at me because the exploding eye guy was just dead all of a sudden. Like, things just seemed to happen too fast in this for me. I was yeah. just like, wait, 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 wait. He's dead? Like. Granny oh. on the stairs. Yeah, Granny on the stairs like, just falls off and dies. Oh. Like, okay. everybody just is, like, dropping dead left like, and right. I just now realized that she died because of that fall. <laughs> yeah. And then that it thing... kind of got sh- glossed over. The thing mm-hmm. shot out of her eye randomly. It dripped. It out dripped out of her eye. Yeah. And he stomped it. Like... Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I assume if, you, if you're listening to this, you probably watched it. Yeah. Essentially, there's a parasite yes. from this deep sea monster that infects a crew. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. Pseudo, uh, she get, what kind of creature? It wasn't an octopus. It was a squ- a, They said it's kind of like a squid a or related to a squid or a cuttlefish. something. Didn't, yeah, she said or, cuttlefish or something. Which, no, I no, just made that up. I have no, no idea. She, it was squid. Well, they think it was a she squid. She said of the scientific, like phylum or something dedicated oh, to oh. this like exact creature. we can stop it right there yeah. it's okay we're not scientific yeah. at hey all. listen i took zoology in college <laughs> therefore i know the word phylum so y'all just get up out of here <laughs> that class was hard and i had to it ends with pod i know that cephalopod, cephalopod. it was cephalopod okay. yeah yeah we got See? it we know look we at remember. us yeah look at us look at, at us, us. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever think we'd be here i didn't never all right, so, <laughs> so yeah, it, what else, Kyle? I know you got a lot more notes than what I got like, here. Being a 4 out of 10, I just can't even really You're more than a 4 out of 10, Kyle. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're a 9 yeah. out of 10 in my book, brother. He's at it. least a 6.5. I mean, come on, give the guy a ball. <laughs> he is I take back my comments. I was going to say y'all are 11. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was just... Let me just scratch that dick, out. Please no. be nice. <laughs> no, um, I... 
let me I'll go through the pros for me like the un, three unexpected moments that mm-hmm. I literally you know forced me to move back like oh wasn't expecting that I thought it was shot well um I yeah I enjoyed there some was some the nice cinematography shots. yeah nothing like too oh my gosh this no. is the be all end all of cinematography but no. it was shot well um I personally enjoyed the foreign aspect um mm-hmm. along with the nautical aspect like yeah. okay this is sort of around ireland it's great yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it you know it's not like in you know off the coast of miami or whatever um sure. yeah well it, yeah because it was a swedish film that took place in ireland that we don't know exactly where it was filmed yeah right. and even though i don't think the execution was great i yeah. enjoyed the intimacy of this yeah. movie and the way that like i felt like i was a crew member on the boat mm-hmm. kind of in the middle of all this, uh, like all the these wall. quarrels and like, yeah, and everyone's hashing it out and like, oh gosh, what should I be doing? Mm-hmm. It's just, mm, there wasn't Some enough of it just meat felt on the bones. Messy, mm-hmm. like it just felt messy to me, and I hate that because I feel like there was. I mean, you know, you can pick up on when, when there's passion in a film versus like something that is just kind of haphazardly feels like it's been thrown together. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't get that vibe, but at the same time, there was just a lot of things where I was like, you're trying to be scientific and, and be on the ball with some of these these terms and with the science and with some of the angles that you're taking, but then it you're also just feels like you're just doing stupid things almost at every turn. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it kind of fought itself for me. I said there's no substance. Yeah. Everything was like surface level. Yeah. Like they had potential to... Yeah go deeper like yeah specifically with the creature and the parasite exactly nope uh yeah and then of course um character relations could have been better a whole lot better yeah 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 it was they they were forcing a lot of things which they actually kind of the main thing that pops on my head is the the main chick's aversion to social interaction yeah like she was annoyed me yeah, like that was really it annoying. It felt forced. But they actually kind of like did a good job of do, telling the story of her becoming less like that. Yeah. They're like sitting down at the table. Obviously, it was over Dick because she yeah. only did that to get with the dude <laughs> who she never actually got with because yeah. his eyes exploded. It, yeah, um, yeah. She was like just <laughs> about to get some and then he just gets sick and his eyes blow up. That was the best part of the movie. It a, happens to everybody. You subtle, know? subtle yeah. show, not tell. As far as that transition of her becoming... Yeah, it was just so yeah. heavy-handed at the beginning. It was. I was just like, oh my god, we get it. Yeah, You're yeah. an introvert. Cool. You don't like people. And it's yeah. just like... You're also really annoying. Yeah. And just like... I, that was one of the things that I wrote, the redhead is crazy on here. That's one of the few I mean, things. that's just a life that, lesson. Yeah, right? that is a life lesson. Yeah, redhead. Write that down in your journal. Yeah. yeah. So, because he... Like there's red in my beard. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's it. Red beards. Right, yeah. Yeah, it, Oh, man, I don't even know. Like, she just kept doing insane, stupid things where it's just like they were trying to make a point and to be sciencey about it. But then I'm also like, but it's also dumb. <laughs> like, that's also a dumb thing. Like, that doesn't sound like the smart thing to do, even though I know that you're trying to take like a, a scientific perspective on this. It's like, no, you kill the creature. I don't care. Oh, right. She that was wanting to preserve it. Yeah, she's like, let's yeah. just throw it back in the water. I'm like, this thing is crazy. It's just gonna, gonna murder everything. Do not let this thing live. And that those are the little things about this movie that made me know that it wasn't Irish. Yeah. Like, if that was an <laughs> Irish fishing boat and yeah. it was all Irish people, oh, yeah. they would not I mean, I'm not gonna speak for all of Ireland. Yeah. I'm but... sure there's a lot of very compassionate people about the environment. <laughs> 
But in my mind, when I think of an Irish fisherman, yeah. there's some parasite on yeah. their vessel They're gonna killing it. people. Yeah. It had literally mm-hmm. killed two people? The, three least, people at that time. Uh, the, it was taking everybody out slowly. Anyways. At least three. And one to more not infected. have them be just like, yeah, no, we're fucking like throwing a bomb in this. Actually, I think four bucket. people had died at that point. Okay, three so. by the parasite, one by a wife. Yeah, well, and the right. old lady. Keep forgetting about the old lady. Right? No, that's three. Oh, that's three. Yeah. Okay. And then the husband. Which he had it. They would have killed him, but the wife killed him instead. I have to address why in the world this foreign substance slash creature they didn't know it was a creature yet, and there is like. Like penetrating the hull of the ship, yeah, and they're touching it with bare hands. I know, <laughs> like, yeah, even like she was, and she's a scientist. I know she was a scientist, yeah. And I'm like, right. you've got like this <laughs> weird like butthole sucker on the side of your boat, <laughs> like, and you're just like sticking your fingers in it, like, what are you doing? Yeah, and it then the just... captain like comes in, just, like sticks his finger around, like this is like he's literally weird... like fists. It. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. He's a knuckles like, deep. Huh, yeah, this, this is bad. Keep me informed. Yeah. Like, He's like, it's probably a barnacle or barnacle. something. It's a barnacle. They're like, barnacle. that is not a barnacle, yeah. sir. You have been at sea for quite some time. <laughs> right. And that is not a... And then he's like, you know what you should do? You should... We don't like you. You're a redhead. You should probably just get in the water with whatever's yeah. in there. I mean, it's, it stopped an entire boat. It was a barnacle, but like... Yes. But mm-hmm. we all know that barnacles stop boats. Yeah. And so, so the other thing is... Were you going to say something, Chris? I was just gonna say that was another trope that like yeah. they were pushing really hard on was the the asshole captain that gets yep. quote unquote vindicated. I mean he dies, but he realizes yeah. his errors like the error of his ways. Yeah, it's like it's just it was a little too just, tropey. Yeah, yeah. So the the thing is, and y'all busted out laughing when I was like with the guy whose eyes exploded, and I was like, wait, he's dead. <laughs> like you know, because I verbally said it because I was just blown away because I was like, okay, so think back. When they went on the ship that they found, right? Mm-hmm. When they went on that ship, all those dudes were sitting at the table with their eyes blown out. Only one person had their eyes oh, blown out. The others one? had their, their they, necks. Their their necks they I saw cuts One guy chest. had a cut oh, on another his question. Chest, which oh. maybe he, like with the like, water situation, they ooh. like the little things ran across him. Could be. Could be. I figured the first guy went, they're like, yeah, we don't want that. And then they took care of yeah. themselves. Maybe or it happened after they killed him. Well, like, with mm-hmm. him sitting at the table with his eyes gone and stuff, I'm like, clearly this dude, well, at least in my head at the time, I thought, like, oh, well, he lit, like, his eyes blew out or whatever, and he just lived for a while, and then he just died he at the table. He was just hanging somewhere. out at the dinner table. I guess. His like, eyes blown out. With the situation of them all being in the same room at the table, it's just like, did it happen to all of them at the exact same time? Mm-hmm. Like that's the only conclusion I can come up with, mm-hmm. right? Like, because what else would have happened? Or it happened post mortem, I guess. Maybe, yeah. It's a weird situation. So that's why I was confused about him being dead, you know, and, and yeah. with how because it seemed like there was no real rhyme or reason to how this played out per situation. Like the old lady just turned into like a crazy person. The one dude had cuts all over him, and he just like went a little blind, and then he just died, and his eyes didn't explode. The one guy's eyes did explode. The Right. And also, yeah, it was kind of confusing how it affected people because... It's very picky. Yeah, yeah like the old woman, like, it's turned her crazy is Started what they to were trying. strangle her. Yeah, she yeah. was like yeah. super apologetic and touchy yeah. because she realized that... She was acting she punched unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah, she punched the... The redhead. The doctors or the scientist lady. Yeah, which and she just looked so young to me. Didn't she to you guys? Like in the face? That's because you're old. That is, I am old. I'm yep. an old man. 
She's she is of normal college age look. You to thought me. she looked college age. I was gonna yeah. say she was like twenty four, twenty five, maybe really? working on a master's. I think she maybe yeah. she just kind of had a young face, but like which and it was more look. She looked that way when she was wearing the beanie all the time, covering mm-hmm. up her hair. When she took the beanie off, she looked older. But like, yeah, yeah, it was a weird situation. We're hearing all kinds of sounds inside our house. There is a storm going on, so I'm wondering that could be hail. If things are hitting the house, yeah, strange things afoot. It's like a singular knock. It sounds weird. Yeah, it was real weird. Anyways. It might be cats outside. They're freaking out because of the storm, <laughs> trying to jump through the windows or something. So, yeah, I mean, I really don't have a ton to say about this. I mean, Yeah, it was a mediocre it was movie. Okay. It was I feel like, though, I really do feel like critics might like this pretty well. Like, I, I can get... Okay, here's my guarantee. This movie will be certified fresh. It will be over a 70, 60 or 70, whatever it is. I do know it was a selection at TIFF. It was it? Which, which is... Which says Like, something. I don't think it won anything, but it was sure. screened there. So. And to make it to that point, it still has you to be, be of a certain caliber. Quality. You yeah. have to be of a certain level of critical praise, yeah. we'll say. Yeah. So. I, honestly, like... Well, I won't say that, but... It was... You um, be honest. No, no, no. No, no. It, was, it has to do with our next review. Okay. Um... Yeah, so I'll just keep my mouth closed. Okay, okay. Sorry we'll, we'll to be save a tease for... <laughs> there, but I thought better of what I was going to say. Well, at least it's happening during the same episode, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, this is definitely, I think, our shortest review yet as far as this single Yeah, I mean, film, it was uh, I mean, this thing is for just... the longest film ever. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I feel like it was it was well done for being, uh, I assume it's an indie foreign yeah, film. Yeah, indie like, foreign. Which, well done. Oh, that was the other thing that I did want to talk about, is I had a lot of trouble understanding people in this movie. Dude, I can barely hear anything people... I think I missed, like, two-thirds of the dialogue. Yeah. Inconsistent accents is the bottom of my cons Yes. That's because I feel like there were Swedish actors pretending to be Irish. Irish. Which is, like, two accents you don't want to try to comprehend in English. I think the the redhead might actually have been Irish, but as far as anybody else... Right. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Dougary Scott is Australian. You think? I'm... Pretty I sure. think you're actually right too. His Something about this. Dugery? I'm just yeah. caught up on the name Dugery. I mean, that's an Irish name. That is because fantastic. Because name. I think he used his normal voice, which was Australian, when he was the villain of Mission Impossible. 2. No, he's Scottish. He's Scottish. He's Scottish. Yeah. Well done, Dugery. Well done. He was still he, not Irish. I'm still so. not Irish. Yeah. Which, granted, <laughs> I still struggled to understand him quite often, along with. Almost everyone else except for the Irish girl in the movie, and even her I did. Which, and like Chris said, some of the times for me, the volume... Like, because our volume was good. I have a nice surround sy- sound system. Like, it's a Sonos. It sounds good. Like, the sound shouldn't really be off. Like, yes, <laughs> Like, but I mean, like, it should have been pretty level. Like, and I, even at the volume that we had it at, which was fairly loud, I was still struggling with some of the voices to even hear them. Or just even wade through the ridiculous amounts of varying accents. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There, there was some weird things going on with the audio for me. And I don't think it was because of the sound of the TV or sound system or anything. Personally, I don't know. It was, it was a weird yeah, situation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. that was the movie. I mean, yeah. obviously it would help if it was at a blaringly loud volume. Yeah, but, but it shouldn't have well, Yeah, why should you have to do that? Yeah, that was that was the only other thing. And actually at the end it was funny when he was like flagging down. When he's on his little rowboat and he's flagging mm-hmm. down the other boat. And I'm like, dude. Why are you bringing that boat over here, like, over to you? You need to paddle to them. Mm -hmm. The butthole monster is below you, and it will get that boat. That's fair. But obviously the movie ended before 
we got any kind of okay, resolution. Yeah, but can we actually yeah. also talk about the ending? So they kind of made it seem like it was a big deal that the water was lighting up after yeah. the chick sacrificed herself. Yeah. Like, was Did she go down be... and stab it and it was dying? I don't know. No, no. Yeah, gosh, she was she like, she... stab it? No. That was precious. I was her. wondering if it was like she fed it. Yeah, I was like, is that to, to stop it? Were we supposed from... to understand? I... Like comprehend was, something from this. Yeah, happening? it was supposed to be like I, I think that the point, which is stupid, but I think it was just that like you know she sacrificed herself and like the monster, she fed the monster, and therefore the monster was happy and like wasn't going to go after the dude and his little raft too, like and she was just like all about science and like they but they played it out like she made like I mean it, she did sacrifice herself like that's a big deal but oh, like she was going to die anyways yeah but like at the same time I was just like. I mean, we don't know if, like, they could... Her whole thing was just not wanting to spread this disease at right. any cost. Yeah. So it was, like... Also her, relevant. Also relevant. But it's just, like, but, like, bruh, like, you could just stay in the water and be like, hey, I think I've got this thing. Yeah. Like, if you guys want to, like, experiment on me or work on me or something, maybe try and fix me. Right. Like, quarant- you can quarantine me and, like, instead of me trying to make a point and look like an asshole... Like I don't know, that just kind of rubbed me. It felt just, a little politically to me about us. It was she was just constantly like trying to make a statement, and it just like I think that that's part of why I think it might get high reviews now too, is because it's just of this very like with the political climate right now and how people are about the virus and how to behave during it and all this stuff, and it's just like I think just for that reason and like all the points that she was trying to make, like I think that right. I just I, hope the uh, the guy made it back to his wife and soon to be child yeah yeah he was the only one i cared about anyways and the guy whose eyes blew up i liked him all right yeah but Mm. he was fine that was the other thing is that i didn't really care about anybody that was in this movie like the irish chick was cute ish but like ish but she was also obnoxious and like weird and you know so there was that Mm. but yeah so y'all want to get on to the actual scores of this thing because i don't really care to talk about it much more sure so awesome all right (laughs) So let's see here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up our Rotten Tomato scores. So Rotten Tomatoes. And this was, what was this movie? Sea Fever. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be in your head for And it ended with such a somber song at the end. Like it was just like, I don't even know. It just, it reminded me of the ending of uh, All is Lost with, Robert Redford, which is actually oh, a great film when yeah. he's alone at sea. But yeah, I remember that one. But unlike this one, that's actually amazing. A, a film. much better film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we go, drum roll, guys. This is the scores for Sea Fever. Eighty-five. Wow. And absolutely no audience score. <laughs> nice. So we'll wait around and update so, you guys on how right we were on that. Wow. But uh, who had the highest? I think I did. Critics. Let me double check. I guessed a seventy-eight. So oh, cheater, yeah, blame. I was I seven off and certified oh, no. fresh, just like I said. Hmm, man, I didn't cheat. It's almost like you knew. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, the only thing I knew was because I didn't know anything about this movie. Was I did see one article about it and read like the first paragraph and was like, this person kind of likes it and sounded like they were making a little bit of a deal about it and i was like maybe it'll be fun to add it for like a twofer kind of deal but that's all i really knew was that one person's kind of sort of thought i like how the poster is i guess her uh, the scientist yes uh, uh, the uh, it, monster. well diving down and that is actually like 
two minutes of the movie. Yeah, not even. <laughs> not well, even. maybe, yeah. She was also having, like, dreams, apparently, premonitions about yeah. her doing that. They oh, never yeah. even... And she was wearing, like, construction boots. Anyways, we don't even talk yeah. about that. Like, yeah. in the dream, yeah. did you notice? That was the first thing, because it was, like, one of the first scenes. She's mm-hmm. wearing, like... Work boots. Sure, yeah. yeah. Like, it was steel like toe work jumped... boots. And I'm like, you're not going to be able to swim in that. Nope. Honey. Yep. Yeah, so it says, if sea fever never quite heats up as much as it could, it remains an engrossing, well-acted sci-fi thriller with effective horror elements. I don't really agree Yeah, there's with... zero horror elements. No, there either. was not really any horror elements. There wasn't really any engrossing. No, no, not really. I mean, it was kind of... It was vaguely suspenseful. Uh, just because you didn't know who was going to die. Yeah. A little bit in the, like, 45-minute to hour and 15 mark where things started to actually take place. Like, like it had my attention then. I was like, okay, yeah. here we go. But then it just fizzled. It did, yeah, and which it took so long to get started for me. I was yeah. just like, mm-hmm. so uh, normally what we do is we look at a couple like top critics of what they had to say, and actually this one I scrolled past it and almost bust out laughing. This guy gives a very short one liner, and this is Kevin Mayer from the UK Times, and he just says it's mostly agony. agony. So <laughs> yes, wow. just said acne. At first. Yes, it's mostly acne. Yeah, it's mostly agony. That's what he had to say about it. Nice. One out of five. I kind of, I mean, I don't... I would not go that hard. I, I wouldn't go that, yeah, I'm not going to be that brutal, but... I'll give it a two, 2.5, maybe. Yeah. Have you had a four before? Wait, oh, I thought it was out of five. Oh. Well, he oh, was talking about I'm this sorry. specific guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the four. If I was on his scale, like... Yeah, which, and all these people, part of the brokenness of Rotten Tomatoes is that all of these people operate on different scales. I'm looking, mm-hmm. there's like a, you know, out of four, this one's a A through F scale. This one's a, like, they're all on different rating scales. Like, it's just Five ludicrous. out of seven. Yeah, so like, uh, don't even get me started. <laughs> you listen to previous episodes if you want to. <laughs> so, yeah, like this person right here. So, Kate Wall, she was a solid tomato. It says, an absorbing, if sometimes muted, hmm, maybe she's talking about the sound that we were talking about. That's absor- generally what they mean when they say <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, an absorbing, if sometimes muted, wrestle with the notions of ethics and infection in a moment that couldn't be more appropriate. Oh, man, we didn't call that on out, did On the we? nose. Yeah, didn't call that at all. Yeah, and this one says, for fans of sea monsters and pandemic horror, Nessa hardman's indie feature is sure to be a crowd pleaser i don't know i love sea monster movies this doesn't this is not about a sea monster like it is i mean but it's not a sea monster the sea monster is mostly uninteresting as well (laughs) it's just mostly a pathogen it's a wiggly glow stick with a just a little giant butthole giant glowing buttholes anus yeah so <laughs> yeah so i mean that's our opinions on that <laughs> the monster so, so i mean we've already kind of talked about why we think the critics thought what they thought i guess we're not too surprised about the outcome of this i either. am i'm you surprised are? the critics were that, that high? high i'm not uh, they're just... i said 63 yeah you did i yeah this one i Jeez. i thought it'd be higher fairly high i mean 85 is honestly higher than i thought it should be and now one of the things we normally point out as well that a lot of people don't know is is the amount of people that this number is based off of where it's like when we did what was it oh the movie that you hated so much chris uh, guns akimbo mm. when we did guns akimbo it was the number was so small it was stupid and and the general audience was like three people <laughs> 
Like no joke. That small? Yes, it was wow. like three people. Because because <laughs> Chris is dropping things everywhere. Sorry. Yeah, because Matt and I were joking about how if him and I just went on and said that we liked Guns Akimbo, it would bring it up to like a ninety. <laughs> <laughs> so for this, apparently they on this they're claiming that the movie actually hasn't been released yet, which is really mm. weird. It says coming soon. Release date April tenth, twenty twenty. But, well, so, oh. it's after April 10th. So, so what I'm guessing is maybe there's like a chance. and on demand. Yeah, may, maybe what I'm thinking is just that no regular people have actually gone on to give any reviews. That might be what's going on here. Well, so obviously. We should do, we should do if it. If it's at zero, that, that, then no regular No, it would people. say zero. It would say oh. zero. Yeah, it, it would actually so say So what zero. does it say? No, no, it just says coming soon. So if all three of us said we didn't like it and we went on here, I wonder if it would just like... I'm going to give it 100%. Just to, <laughs> just to skew the numbers. <laughs> just to mess it up. Well, yeah. if we both give it a, a zero, then... Do the math plan. It will I believe be in you. numbers, a yes. low one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my... Less than 50. <laughs> nope, because there's three of Wait, us. Wait, if you did 100 mm-hmm. and he did zero? And you did zero. 100 and zero average out to 50 and then 50 and zero average out to 25? Sure. <laughs> I'm not smart okay, enough to we'll argue, but I still think okay. it's this wrong. Point. <laughs> it's too late for math. Yeah, no uh. joke. Especially after all that. Yeah, so so now is where we'd normally be buttoning up the podcast, but what we're actually going to do is roll into... Double a... down. Yeah, baby. This is Double your feature. second review coming at you. Are you not aroused? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> You're like Randy Savage in uh, the first Spider-Man. Yeah. Boom! Saws ready. I, I got, got you for three hours. <laughs> yeah, four yeah. minutes. Four in hour. our case, it's hours. Currently, we're sitting at one hour and eight minutes. Hey, three hey, shows. No. Oh yeah, we're we going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Hmm. So now that we've subjected you to all of that, <laughs> we do great impressions. We can do more. Yeah, we can. Want. Yeah. Let us know. know. Or we can just, I mean, we can just do ASMR and just rub our faces on our microphones and make slobbery sounds for the next, like, hour or so. Stop. Um, I can only uh, get so aroused. (laughs) I know I'm a frog, but um, can I um, uh, review underwater? Sheesh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so let's do that. Let's move into underwater. So, actually, I guess this is the point, guys, where we're talking about another movie. So, right now... (laughs) We are moving over to <laughs> underwater. <laughs> it's too. It's too Nautical late. We're snapping. Nautical nights. It is. A, it is quite. <laughs> Chris is dying. You can't even get up to the microphone over here. So let's talk. Let's talk about underwater, yeah, guys. Eyes. So I don't need eyes to talk. Who should or should not see underwater? What do you guys think? Oh, man. You know... You know who I think should see this movie? <laughs> Chris, Chris just... He can't. He, he, left he literally the left the room. Oh, he left the room. So who should see this movie is Matthew Verlack. Matt Verlack needs to see this Bro. movie. Yeah, I'm going to say that. If you're new to the podcast, Matt's our normal other host. The one that's not, not here right now. So... Matt, I need to hear your thoughts on yeah, this. Yeah, I want to hear Matt's thoughts on this, too. So hopefully in a future episode or next week or whenever, we'll get to know if Matt watches this thing. He needs to see it. So who should or should not see Underwater? Can I actually yeah. say what I was going to no, say? No, actually what I think. 
I interrupted. Earlier, you were like, so, guys. What do you think? Who should or shouldn't? I was about to say something, and you're like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I got like three hours of sleep last night. <laughs> so, what do you think, Chris? Or do you want me okay, to interrupt? No, the you first thing that came to mind, yeah. and honestly, I haven't seen this movie in so long. I hope you say what I'm about to say. Shit, now there's a lot of pressure. I don't want to say what I want to say <laughs> now. <laughs> Descent. The oh, movie, that's a the good one. Like that was kind of what popped in my head because it was like that psychological horror. Obviously, mm-hmm. there is still a physical being, so sure. it's not just psychological. But Which is kind of how had... that movie is too. It takes a little while to yeah to and show you, and it's very like background, out of the frame, mm-hmm. and super dark setting. Like because it's in a cave, the descent. I'm talking about the descent, about, so. not not underwater. Right. Um, <clears throat> Some of Underwater takes place in a cave, but yeah, that's just, honestly, like, the whole story plot line of yeah. it, I haven't seen it since probably we yeah, watched it. we watched it, it when like, we were kids. Yeah. Back in high school or whatever. 2008, yeah. 7, whenever it was. Yeah. Um, Long time ago. But that's just the first thing that popped in my mind. So <laughs> I know, Kyle's, you... Kyle's having, like, flashbacks Dude, the night vision movie. scene, sorry. Yeah, the night vision scene in that wow. movie. So, if you're hearing a weird little break there in time, we just had to stop the podcast for a second and things got a little wacky with the storm. So, anyway, so what we were talking about is that I totally thought about aliens with this movie. Is that same with you? Yes, I'll get to that. But I'm thinking, if you're a fan of sci-fi from like the 80s to specifically the early 2000s, yeah, you should watch this. Yeah, I would definitely say if you're into that that genre and that vibe. And I mean, if you are into sea monsters and underwater and kind of how Kyle and I are all about these kind of films, usually, you know, where we... If you like the aquatic-themed type yes. of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> not counting... Aquatic? Yeah. That's yeah. a great movie. <laughs> I was about to say not counting the previous movie, but... Right, right. <laughs> I don't right. know. Maybe you do. Maybe you liked Sea Fever. The three of mm-hmm. us were not too crazy about it. So... Yeah, I think that's a good starting point for, you know, if as far as how you should come into this thing. Now, my big question here for you guys and our normal next point is who uh what do you guys think about the scores of this? Kyle, I'll let you go first. What do you think that the critics rotten tomato score of this movie is going to be? And uh, well, actually, should I ask you, have you seen these scores? I've not. You haven't? Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, I'll go ahead and and ask you then first. So what do you think the critics and audience are going to think about this movie? Uh, I'm going to change a little bit on the fly and say critics gave it a um, 61. Okay. And then audience gave it an 83. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Only because I think Kristen Stewart's having a resurgence. Yeah. A bit. And yeah. so there's that draw and appeal there. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. What do you think, Chris? I'm gonna say 80 for critics. Hmm. And um, I'll just do uh 85 for normies. Okay, and 85. If it's 84, we split the victory. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, I didn't notice. It. Yeah, you are <laughs> only two apart. Um, so you think that critics and well, audiences are gonna we're be two apart on audience right? yes on audience we're like 20 of our yes almost exactly yeah. yeah so so you think that the audience and critics are going to be fairly about the same I think split so. as far as the amount of people liking this thing it's a guess for me <laughs> at all times <laughs> yeah with all guess. of these well of course yeah yeah no mm-hmm. i hear you. Mm-hmm. yeah 
No, mine's a guess as well. <laughs> um, I really don't. We all think that Blaine's a cheater because he they... is a cheater. Mine's an educated guess. Oh, oh <laughs> wow. Captain oh. pretentious <laughs> Yeah, here. no kidding. Yeah, I think Kyle is actually probably pretty close. I have a feeling. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like critics are going to be hard on this thing. For some reason, I just know how they are, and I just feel like that's going to be the case. I'm going to go with a 50. Ooh, this is some bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'll go with a 57 for critics. And for the audience, I'll go with a man. We're all I'm right there with you guys. I, I feel like you are like right at the, at the sweet spot. I'm going to go on the low end and I'm going to guess an 80. So I did 80. Chris did 83. Kyle did 85 for critics or no that was mixed up chris did 85 kyle did 83 i did 80 for the audience score which is all that really matters mm-hmm. which is and oh, if so you that's don't that's the one that blaine saw no no i really didn't okay, cool well if you know anything about rotten tomatoes it's just the simple fact that the only number they ever show you is the audience number or i mean the critic number not the audience number mm-hmm. they, they show you both if you go to their website but if you google it or whatever they'll give you one number and that number is the one from the critics so, which it quite often can be wildly different from the audience. So, yeah. With that being said, you guys want to go ahead and head into the review? Let's do it. So, right now, spoilers starting for mm-hmm. Underwater. <laughs> Brother. Brother. Part of the Nautical Night. <laughs> so, boys, what do you think? Or do you want to know what I thought first? What do you guys think I thought? <laughs> Blaine's going to tell us. You know anyway, what I so think. Just what, what go ahead think? and let I Blaine... think you should go for it. Yeah. There you go. Is that what oh, you think? That was some... Thank you. I like the way you think, Kyle. I do too. You know what, guys? I freaking love this movie. I know you It's did. It's so good. I really... I know you really I really it. like this movie. Kyle, what do you think? I had a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It is too. exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah. And that, like... Yeah. I was just engaged. It's yeah. Like, this is a whole lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, Agreed. Chris, what do you think? You people <laughs> and your fun movies being fun. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Was it? it? Yeah. Did you go? I, I was really worried that Chris was going to poo-poo on it. No. No. Not at all. It, I wouldn't say that it's like an amazing movie, but... Nothing was, to write home about. No, but it was entertaining and I I'd write it. home about it, actually. I really enjoyed it a lot. But your writing, writing is terrible. Right <laughs> My writing is terrible. That is definitely uh, true. It's one of those kind of shut the brain off and just escape for a Enjoy. couple hours. Yeah. 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 There's things Popcorn I can flick. knit pick about it oh, to be sure. like oh, it could have been so much better if this 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 and this but it well, was still yeah. an enjoyable movie. i actually only had one complaint i got some cons <laughs> oh yeah i did his oh no no i've thing. got cons yeah. yeah yeah well we can start with That's the cons since we were all pretty high on this thing versus the other one we can start on what we didn't like about it i want to hear yours my con <laughs> um you said you only had one right? i really only had one i really like i really like this movie a lot like That's i was crazy. surprised okay. at how much i liked this movie i'm surprised too yeah at this point i shouldn't be you shouldn't yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, well, honestly, I was coming in not expecting to like this very much. I wanted to see it when the trailers and stuff were dropping. And because they, the trailers for this came out before we even started doing the podcast, I think. And Jeez, really? yeah. Yeah. And, and I was pretty hyped for this thing and was excited about it just because Kyle and I have been saying for years that we needed a movie like this. Like I've been begging for it. And we were talking about like Sphere. And what was the other one we were talking about? Oh, The Abyss. The Abyss. Yeah. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. a little too too much. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the classic. 
yeah but like <clears> especially <throat> those two movies like i loved those as a kid and i just wanted more like the sea and the ocean fascinates me i think that there are sea creatures like what's in this movie that really do exist in real life by I don't know fascinate about you mean terrify oh terrify the shit out of me <laughs> yes yes actually legit terrify me to death like that that was why i wanted more of that in sea fever and it just didn't do it but right. this movie hit it and that was like i felt like a- after we finished underwater especially with liking it this much and then especially after we finished sea fever i was like we should have watched sea fever first yeah and like, i thought it was going to be the other way I around did too. Really? i did too yeah. i knew nothing about either one of the movies so i thought that they could be doing similar-esque things but that sea fever might be handling it with more class and more finesse finesse because it was this indie darling you know whatever mm-hmm. and but i didn't which is funny because when we look at the scores i will put down money that the critic score is substantially higher for sea fever than it is for underwater mm-hmm. i will never take that bet with you. <laughs> I did not cheat. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm guessing that's probably the case. But, yeah, so, my, my honestly, the only con, for real, that I wrote down, at least, and that I can think of. Now, y'all might come up with some that maybe will resonate a little bit with me. But the only thing, because I sat there for a while, like, trying to come up with something. And the only thing that I can come up with was there was a few times where I had trouble following the dialogue. Like, especially in the first little act in the, the beginning where the guy, the first guy that dies, whenever he was talking, I could not understand what he was saying. I don't know why that was. And it wasn't throughout the movie. It was only like certain little parts. But And that's mm-hmm. a nitpicky thing, honestly. Like, I just couldn't come up with anything I didn't like. <laughs> but And it wasn't just him. It was also... Uh, it was actually even... And I think during some of those points, it was just when there was a lot of explosions and stuff happening. People were talking too. Mm. That might just be my old man ears struggling to hear during explosions. <laughs> and they could have done that on purpose. They could Like, there was yeah. a lot of um, radio chatter, and they did a lot of... Like, she turned hers off. Bless you. Thank you. She turned her radio off, you know, after the first guy died, because yeah. she didn't want to hear all the the intern ladies screaming sure. and all that stuff. So, <clears throat> it could have been on purpose that they made yeah. it less comprehensible whenever yeah. it came... At least for the radio stuff, but... Sure. I honestly didn't notice the not being able to understand. Yeah, it was like I said, it happened very little. Yeah. And honestly, it was almost only in the beginning when things were just going super crazy. Because this movie starts out just like there's a couple minutes of silence with her and this spider, and like a little bit of uh, dialogue of of her monologuing monologuing in the beginning, yeah. and then it just starts and the movie does not stop from there until the second movie ends, which is part of why I loved it. I'm just like, dude, Mm. this is just balls out, like Mm -hmm. wide open. So, so what, what's some of y'all's, y'all's qualms with this thing before we talk about what we liked? Okay. So going last, most of these I can take a pass on, but, um, like the, there is one that I'm like genuinely heated. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, Vince, Vincent Cassell is yeah. a international treasure of an actor, <laughs> and they mm-hmm. wasted him. Hmm. They wasted mm-hmm. his talent. I'm not saying... See the captain? Yeah, yes. and I'm not saying that, you know, oh, he should have lived... No, but by any means, but like, Give they him gave him lines, nothing. Like... And and with that, I did a little tangent, like, there was a lack of character development. Yeah. That was like, one that I brought up as well. Okay. <clears throat> like, overall, it's like... We don't have. Whole. There's no time because it's like you said. It's, it's bonkers through the walls, but like that's... you wasted your captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, I was like, I love almost everything he's been in, and it's just I was expecting 
He's a big... I, I saw the trailer for this film, and I... He's an actor. Yes. Like... I was hoping, like, for some... Some more. A whole lot more. Yeah. For, from him. Yeah. But... Sad to say. What do you think, Chris? Um, One of the things I was going to say in the previous review mm -hmm. um, was that I wish the time frames were swapped. I wish this movie yeah. was two hours, 15 minutes long, yeah. rather than being yeah. an hour and 40 yes. or whatever. I could have taken more of this movie. And yes. this one was an hour 40. Rather, yeah. So yeah. that two, would have been... Yeah, this one was because like I agree that I feel like they could have spent more time developing backstory. Yeah. Not an absurd... An absor absurd... Goodness, I can't talk. Absurd yeah. amount of time. Yeah. You know, this, It can get boring because sure. there's so much action going on, but at least build up some reason why I care about the captain's daughter. Yeah. Like, and then the captain's daughter turns out to be up dead forever. Like, it just didn't yeah. have a whole lot of emotional... It, sh it could have had a lot more emotional impact than it did. Sure. Like, it was a big reveal, and, like, you kind of felt like there was something off there because he said that his daughter was 14. And yeah. She and was like, oh, she should have been... She should be my age by now or whatever. But, yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, forgot. Right. Like, like they... I still think they did a good job with the amount of time that they had for yeah. it. Yeah. So it was still well done, and, like... I wasn't super emotionally involved, but that's not a necessity for me yeah, with these well, kind of movies. But... Yeah, and this is kind of one of those to me. It felt like like that's not what you're coming into it for. Right. It doesn't it's mean just... they couldn't have done it. Yeah, they it could have. They could have tacked on what ten minutes probably onto right. this movie, and like mm -hmm. it would have made the it would have made it better for me. It would have yeah. made it a more emotional. I can give for when they sure. these people died. Yeah, and that was one of to roll over into one of the big things that I enjoyed about it. Was that fucking everybody died? Yeah, yeah. Except for two, two people. people. Yeah, like, and I love that because yeah. that makes the best kind of suspense movies because you yeah. don't know what's gonna happen. And honestly, you don't expect Chris, Kristen Stewart to die, right? Like, she's the last one that you were expecting to go, and yeah. she does, and and she goes out with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah, like, but that's like, there's a lot of these movies and shows that have a primary focal person. So like, you're watching. Thor, mm -hmm. and like you know, he's not going to die in any of these fights, so it yeah. takes all of the suspense out of it. Yeah, but with a movie like this, I'm not saying that Thor should be this movie. They have their own sure. places, but I'm just I enjoy the where the story. You don't know who is uh, expendable and who's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it is unpredictable. So I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, no, I yeah I agree. Back over to Gaze. Oh, yeah, what you think? Uh, I'll tangent off of that because I put the uh, the overall concept. And the potential of this movie, I think, is bigger and better than the overall execution of it. Yeah. Like, they could have had, like, some additives in there that would have enhanced it. And Yeah. And I, I it, it, felt it. Like, it felt like something was missing, especially with all of the classified cover-up articles and things. And, like, there was yeah. no backstory. Well, not backstory. Wrong word. There was no, like... I guess delving into details of this creature that was species that was discovered... Like, even yeah. in short form, there wasn't, like, it was just there because of drilling. Um, yeah. And yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, there's a good point from that I'll, I can touch on later, ahead. but, um, so, like, execution, or concept over execution. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, for me, it was disorienting at times. Only a few, oh, yeah. only a few times, like when the captain got attacked. Like, wait, yeah, wait, like, who's who, where who's, right now? Yeah. Because there's a lot of dust and dirt at the well, bottom. Sure. And, and they got pulled and... away. Her and the captain got pulled away, and the other two stayed on the ocean floor or whatever. Right, right. And then, and then they got pulled back down. Yeah, 
So um, it was like they were getting yanked back and forth during that portion. I feel like this movie would have been really good in theaters. Yeah. That's what I have at the end. I'm oh, okay. sad I you, missed it in you, theaters. You, I am too. I, I wanted to see that on I'm the too. You know what's really funny is I, my, my uh, for some random reason, and they don't normally do this, but my mom and both my sisters went to see this movie. Really? All three of them hated it. Hated it. <laughs> yeah, I and I just like can't wrap my head around it. I can't figure out why any of the like and they all love these type of movies, so I'm just like, why did they hate it? And like I told my mom we were gonna be reviewing this today, and she was just like, Oh, that oh that movie, it's no, why are y'all doing that? And I'm just like, <laughs> What? Like it like, You'll have to ask her why. Now I really wanna know. Yeah. Like now I really, really, really wanna know. Pass that I, yeah, I had an absolute blast with this. Like and that's my thing is like all the things you're talking about one hundred percent can get behind. I can agree with you. Like I would not argue you on any of those things. At the same time, though it's, it's short yeah, it's, it's low end. It's low end and also some of those shortcomings actually made the movie for me just as much as they could have been better with it. I liked how slim it was. Like, it's just yeah. like, you're coming in for this thing. Like, it is an action romp. We're going, it, mm-hmm. like, we're just going to get to it. You are to infer from little tiny details and little things. Like, I, I made a point uh, to Kyle with uh, TJ Miller's character. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think that his character has had three or four references to Alice in Wonderland already. Before he even died. Because he's carrying around the rabbit and like the the rabbit in Alice in mm-hmm. Wonderland, he literally quotes a line from Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, he on his chest is a giant che- Cheshire cat tattoo on his chest and stuff. On his back is um, a st- something written on there that's like "We're not all mad here" or something. Another line from Alice in Wonderland. So I'm like, there's some depth to that character that we didn't know. There's details. Right. But it's just this little nugget that they give you in these little pieces, mm-hmm. which partially makes me wonder, like, was there more script here? Or is it just that, like, they wanted this to be slim and trimmed down, and so they're just giving you these little nuggets? Yeah. Right. I feel like they had more and they trimmed it down. You think? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much like me. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but like I said, like, I would have... Because I enjoyed it as much as I did, I wanted more. Yeah. yeah but like yeah. I said, they did a great job with the time frame that they put it in. Yeah. It was enough. Yeah. Like it made a good movie. Yeah. Um, I just, I like backstory. Yeah. You know, I like, I want to yeah, care yeah. about these people. Sure. And there's different ways, I guess, to go about getting a story across. You can have like what Kyle was saying, the inferred information towards more like natural yeah. conversation you're not have people you don't have people monologuing like oh hello exposition brother. oh so sad about mother's death anniversary that happened two days ago when she died of you know so yeah, the, like yeah. you can overdo storytelling sure. and a lot of people do that and yeah. they definitely didn't in this no no it was they good. were like they're we're not going to give you much of anything right like she you. didn't spill what happened with her Fiance, fiance, husband, whatever it husband. was. Until the very end. Yeah, it and was even like, then you don't really quite know what Yeah, happened. he just disappeared in yeah. a scuba diving thing or whatever. Yeah. But was that that it disappeared? Was that it? Or yeah, he just that? never... Yeah, he went out by himself yeah. rather than her going with her. So it was uh, like a... She okay. didn't pair up with him like she was supposed to. So. Huh. Okay. And then you saw that sign where it's like the buddy system yeah. works and you right. should, shouldn't go out in the water alone. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I didn't even catch that. I like, that's a nod. I didn't catch that. And there's also a lot of backstory with the captain and the drill that he said wasn't there anymore or the drilling site and 
that's where she ends up at. Yeah. And so it's like, there's a lot of, like, why was he hiding all that stuff other than the regular, just like, atypical uh, corporate. Uh, yeah, which I think a lot thing. of that is a lot of what Paid was going hush. on with right. this was like, you know, there was a lot of like corporate, which could have been cool to get into like a little bit of the corporate underbelly, yeah. that bigger mm-hmm. story of what was going on here. And, you know, because at the end of the movie, we were talking about how neat it was, where it's just like, they're like, oh, yeah, and by the way, you know, these two people were found. They were basically given a gag order and they can't talk about it. They're not allowed to be interviewed. Yeah. And also, uh, drilling's going to start back and business is going to start back up again as right. usual. Like, yeah. which is like, what? Like, yeah. but it's just like, that's super real world. Like, right. <laughs> that would totally happen. We're like, we probably already know about giant sea monsters and no one's told us. And right. they're just, you know. Oh, they're definitely there, Blaine. Every time you're in the ocean, <gasps> they're there. Watch it. <laughs> no, I, I have one nitpicky thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was um at the end. Uh, when Kristen Stewart's character is about to set charge uh, yeah. and melt down the whole place, and uh, I wrote in here cheap band aid, yeah. and and I, underneath that was sense of time. I was it was a one minute countdown for the meltdown. Yeah. I was like, get in the pod and try to repair it. You have a full minute, and it shoots you out at full speed. Yeah, and then she's like, you lose sense of time down here, and then yeah. it's like two seconds. I'm like. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. I, mean, right? I didn't even catch that. Actually, what they should do is transition that into Twilight. Like, that's her dream world. She goes into. <laughs> it was all just Think a about dream. It. Oh my! Twilight God. is a fever dream. It was one of Bella. Is that it? It was one of Bella's wow, dreams. Look at you go. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 It's Kristen Stewart's character in. Yeah, Bella. Right? This one. No, no, in this oh, in movie, this it's one. her dream okay. is Twilight. Oh. So right as she's about to die, that's what happens when we die, by the Cannon. way. Canon, yeah. We're getting deep. Canon, yeah. okay. Whenever ah, we die, ah, yeah. right before yeah. it, we go into another lifetime in that, oh. you know how time slows down whenever, yeah. like, shit's happening? Yeah. Whenever you're about to die, you, you go live a whole other life. Ooh. Chris and that life deep. is Twilight. <laughs> for, every, for everyone. <laughs> for everybody. <man>. For everyone. <laughs> Chris uh, is getting deep. Yeah. Yeah. No, but actually, so yeah. <laughs> get out. Yeah, you're done. All right. Yeah. Um, well, of course, Matt's not here, so you have to make a freaking magic. Yeah. Trying. Good pun. Yeah. Uh, no, to kind of piggyback on that, one of my nitpicks is why do all of these things have a failure setting? <laughs> Just okay, don't I did. don't That's don't let point. your reactor go into overload. Yeah. Like, why would you ever set or, that or, as an option? That was yeah, really yeah. easy what, to do. Exactly. Right. She was, just like, she was just like, she was like, I'm going to scale this up, and I'm going to scale this up, and explode, and yeah. we're going to blow up everybody. Yeah. That would like in yeah that that would not even be an option. Yeah, it, like, it would be something that you no. couldn't do. You would never be able to intentionally go in and just be like, I'm going to move this slider up and blow us up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it Which was just, I mean, that's though, a super nitpicky thing. It but is. I mean, well, and also, technically, she showed us that she was extraordinarily tech-savvy and stuff. Maybe they didn't show that she went into a bunch of menus and some subsets and pulled up this thing and blah, 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 blah. You know, there's no way to know. Science. Well, because they didn't Computers. Yeah, I have no idea about that. You computers. don't know about those. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, so now, though... Let's talk about some of the good stuff in this movie because I definitely want to talk about that because there was so much that I really dug about this movie. I mean, oh my God. Like so many times Kyle and I were both just like, 
<laughs> just in unison and like looking over to each other and being like oh my god yep. like like for one when homeboy home <laughs> the first guy the first yeah. guy and, and, and that, the second half is Kyle looks over and goes of course they killed the black guy first <laughs> right exactly. it's like way to be stereotypical guys come on yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he straight up gets just imploded, and I'm pretty sure like an eyeball or something floats by him, like chunks of yeah. body, and you're just like his mm. hand floats by one of Dude, them, yeah. on the way out. He got wrecked. Yeah, and then even to go past that, T.J. Miller's death, where he gets sucked through the leg hole of his suit. Yeah, like uh, that's what happened, right? Yeah. Like, like, and they're like, how did it? How did he get pulled out of his suit? Right, like, and it's pulling him by one leg, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and then just and like just, splats right. right on the inside of the mask. It's kind of like Silent Hill where the triangle head guy oh just God. like rips the body <laughs> off the skeleton. Oh, God. The, uh, skin and... Yeah. Oh. It's kind of like I that situation. That. I'm going to have nightmares now. You had to bring it that I freaking You're movie. welcome. I had purged that movie from my mind. That's what I'm here for. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's a similar situation except for Alien... Yeah. Or not an alien, it's a uh, sea, sea monster creature. and uh, a metal suit. Yeah, yeah. Which, and uh, dude, I really liked that they were almost humanoid. Was... See? Oh, man. That was kind of a complaint of mine. Really? Yeah. I liked it. Because I, I thought about it and I'm like, oh, like, what if there was this essentially, like, underwater civilization that is humanoid or even... Mermaids. Yeah, mermen. like mermaids. Exactly. Like mermen, like, or this, or this by, byproduct of... Or like almost like humans are just like a, a varying split of whatever these creatures are. Like this is the direction we could have went if we stayed underwater or like in water and you know whatever. If some mm-hmm. some sort of you know thing had played out, it, it's it's nitpicky science things for me. I mean, I assume that there is possibilities biologically that yeah creatures could maintain the same consistency at. However many miles down they were, seven yeah. miles down. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, there are sea creatures down there, and they bring them up there, and they're up here, and they're just yeah. complete mush. Yeah, because they're not. There's the pressure difference. They even say it at the beginning, yeah. it's like four tons of pressure yeah. per square inch. Like, and at one point in the movie, the dude or the the sea monster is swimming up, and they have to. That's when the captain dies, and they have yeah. to sever the tide because like oh the pressure yeah because they're in going up closer to the surface yeah, you're just gonna pop like it's gonna affect the sea monster the same way How they... anyway this is another critique but yeah i did enjoy the way that they kept the sea monsters somewhat unknown for a lot of the movie yeah, for, a for like long... this is more first half and when they were like, showing was... up like once they started showing up even you were just seeing the eyes yeah like that was creepy right. and really cool yeah. and i mean and they weren't like super humanoid but they did kind of have like a couple finger-esque type things like they bipedal. had arms. yeah kind of well but i think that they almost had like when she when she kills the crap out of that one and, <laughs> and comes up through the inside of it right. yeah when she shoots the like gun thing into it's the flare She's gun being type eaten. Thing. yeah she pulled the uh that was awesome that was so cool by the way yeah it... what flare gun i'm thinking so, no like pressure canister or something yeah yeah no no yeah. that's i'm thinking of something totally different oh yeah but yeah jonah she pulled a jonah a jonah yeah jonah, jonah. it's a biblical thing oh oh oh, oh 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 in the whale okay. yeah yeah jonah did that Ethan? too he shot a <laughs> yeah he shot a flare <laughs> inside a whale. the whale and yeah, yeah. Like, crawled out of yeah, the skin crawl. all badass like yeah you just made the bible 10 times cooler just you're right welcome there. yeah 
that 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 was just that scene was awesome yeah like and him just like his mouth just getting bigger and bigger until he's just like ingesting her right and then she just blows out and rips through and i was just like oh my god like this is awesome yeah Honestly, my favorite was the actual like monster. Like, oh my the god! The Cthulhu size, dude. Like that, that I kind of jizzed my pants a little I bit. For I was real. like, "Yes, yeah. this oh, is what yeah. I've been waiting for." Not yeah. these stupid little humanoids. Yeah, and you don't like Pacific Rim? I know. Seriously, right? I he doesn't like Pacific the Rim monsters. for the acting. <laughs> the plot, the story, <laughs> the dialogue, <laughs> the acting. <laughs> Basically, all the things that were good about it, all the things that were good about it, right? All of those things. If you say it's were good, great aspects. We should really stop this podcast right now. <laughs> hey, this, this movie was the cinematic baby of Alien, yeah, Sphere, yeah, and Pitch Black, dude, yeah, Ooh, Pitch Black, dude. When they were uh, walking across the bottom, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is them with all the lights around their necks and yep. Pitch Black. Dude, um, they did underwater so much better than Aquaman did underwater, which Aquaman was dumb, but <laughs> I know you liked Aquaman, but like as far as the underwater moments of like feeling like they were actually underwater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, well, you have just, realistic versus like fantastical. Sure, I agree. Yeah. I but yeah, agree. the underwater it just like looked it, that was incredible. One of, it did. It looked Even so good. Even the sound, like, they like nailed the mm-hmm, sound as well. Mm-hmm. No. I have lack of score when they were underwater, like in, yeah. uh, when they were traversing, not in any when buildings it, or stations or whatever. Yeah. When mm-hmm. they were out walking in the water, it was just there was no music. Yep. You heard every little sound, footstep, weird alien noise. Mm-hmm. Um, um, even like when they were approaching, you hear like metallic creaks. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. I, I did too. And then what was cool about it was when there was a score, it was very good. And it was extra noticeable because when it would go through those quiet moments when the sound would crank up and you'd have the music swell up and you're just like oh like i'm watching a movie like you know it's just like <laughs> like it just oh, i felt good like i, I man I, I i like i want to see it again like that's Same. how much i liked it like i'm like i would watch it again i i think tonight was the last night oh we still got our rental we could just yeah, right. you do yeah. well, that's fine Cth- to touch on your cthulhu moment yeah. uh the size class twist was nice yeah, as soon like, as they did like the little baby larva, whatever, like that gave me alien vibes. Like, right? Okay, like I remember seeing the trailer. Like, there's more, and then you see. see and them. I didn't watch the trailer all the way through. I, I knew that there was something bigger. No, oh, did you? Yeah, I, I just I had no no idea. See, I would have. Like yeah, the only I'm so glad I don't watch trailers. Yeah, me too. The only thing they showed in the trailer was one was the um when they're scanning down at the bottom with the light and you like you see one eye and it dips behind a rock mm-hmm. that's the only thing you see of it in the trailer uh, oh they re- so you say they did bigger re- you mean just like the humanoid size bigger not the right, right. not the big bigger. right I like gotcha. that's the only thing they did a really good job that's the only thing they showed in the trailer okay. of them so was a little like oh something else is down there and yeah. when that little thing showed up on the table i was like it was like a. There's no way that's it. That's it. Was it. A there's three something. step surprise. Process. Right. There was yeah. there was something else, and then all of a sudden, okay. boom! Like, oh, these are what they're fighting. This is great, and then yeah, they all got sucked away. They were like they were almost, attached to the tentacle. Yeah, they were like yeah. inside of the skin of the yeah. One hundred percent did not expect that. Yeah, they were like um, almost like I almost said barnacles, but no. Uh, what are the smaller fish that like attach to big fish? There's a name for them, but the ones that, yeah. you know, like how they, sharks they have like, and, like other fish right. like mm-hmm. on their belly and stuff. That was essentially the symbiotic relationship that these things were. And what was crazy is how much bigger they were than humans already. 
And then this thing was mega sized. And like you said, it was this Cthulhu, like, oh God, it was so cool. Like, it was so cool. And I almost like, I was glad that they showed us, and they showed us substantially most of it. But like, I even still was just like, I want more. Like, I want more of all of this. And it was, even that thing was still humanoid like. Like, it had noticeable arms and legs. Yeah, yeah, which I actually well, kind of like. Well, maybe liked. not legs, you can no, see, but arms, But, definitely. like, it was, like, pulling itself away with arms, but it also had the tentacle things, but it was, like, right. pulling itself away when the explosion happened and she killed it. Yeah. You could tell it was, like, trying to get itself out of the vacuum of the explosion. It's, like, pulling itself right. out. It was so cool. Yeah. I totally dug that. Yeah. Kyle, what else you got? I know you got a lot of notes over there. I was going to say, I've, like, this has been said before in other things, and, um... I think it's just, I think the quote or <clears throat> point is speaking of fiction, but I'm going to say sci-fi mm-hmm. that like really good sci-fi is grounded in reality. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole, like, I guess first third of the film, mm-hmm. I think, okay, so we have drill sites, maybe not as advanced as that or as deep as sure. that that's in the Mariana Trench, but like yeah. drill sites in the ocean, like that's a thing. Yeah. Finding new species in the, where it's pitch black, you're so far down, like that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. And that when they dropped the uh line of like, I wonder if this is a species that was that were in one of those thermal pockets that we yeah. opened up, like and it was be, uh, being able to sustain itself because it wasn't cold, there wasn't like the same pressure, mm-hmm. and we just kind of like opened up a doorway for them. And I was like, that's a little eerie because like yeah. you know I don't know what's at the core of the earth or like underneath sure. you know miles below the surface but it's all magma liquid hot magma um but it's all uh, real no everything in that, like, movie, that movie was a documentary i am all it was for found, that I'm it was a, found I, footage i am i am a, I'm a <laughs> like, firm hollow earth believer so just bring it yeah. bring it to me baby yeah like that right there was i really enjoyed that like when you can when you're watching something and you go um that, yeah. that, that could, could happen yeah like i could hear about that maybe or yeah. something along those lines like there's an accident yeah with a new creature was found and like yeah yeah it's just wild to think about it, it and, feels it, it felt believable mm-hmm. oh, you, say, you feel connected more to it as well you do it, it felt more grounded and, and also just like the events happening in it even though they were technically like fantastical and but but they felt believable and when in the very beginning when their station is like basically falling apart how it was collapsing and how they did it it was just so visceral and so just like and it was like you're seeing what happens on the inside and then you're seeing what happens on the outside and the hallway wave yeah the hallways like doing the way running yeah like, oh, it was that was just really well done to me that was when i was like already i was just like i'm on board for this like it just how good that felt yeah mm-hmm. and, and just the explosions and the like the sound was so good throughout this movie and correct me if i'm wrong the it wasn't shaky cam but they made it they shot it in a way to where it felt like you were in a suit walking with them at times down there when it was illuminated like the fronts were illuminated by the lights mm-hmm. yeah and you saw like two people walking yeah and you were like walking with them yeah not all the time but key moments i, I and it that. did their suits were almost like space suits and it did feel so eight like they were in this alien world like it the way that they those two things kind of correlate, it just was. I want to watch the abyss now again. I know like, it's me been too. a long time. I want to watch that. It's been a really yeah. long time. And sphere, I they watch literally recreated the scene from Alien. Just yeah. about, yeah. 
the only thing that was missing that was a body to pop out of. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, they they hit the nail on the head with that. I'm just I'm I'm really like, I'm I'm almost like dreading seeing the the scores on Run Tomatoes just because like I well already I personally know this has been out for a while and like in like theaters yeah, yeah in theaters I know that this didn't do well right like this movie did not make a lot of money and that bums me out yeah like, I honestly think it would, it they released it in January yeah and world uh. Uh, crisis aside right now like if it came out late spring yeah now or even a back-end summer release i feel like it would do, it would do pretty better. good yeah I, yeah i would think unless everybody wasn't feeling the way that we felt about it for whatever reason which clearly like with my mom my sisters like there are people that, but i just oh man i just can't pick up on like not liking it that much i can even see maybe just being like man i don't know it's all right like, the only thing that comes to mind is if they had different expectations yeah i guess but like, i feel like you said that they like those type of movies yeah I don't they see like they, why... well i know that they were going to see like a horror movie they wanted to have like a horror movie night kind of thing mm, like, it definitely wasn't horror but eh, it had some horror elements i guess but it was more of a thriller suspense yeah. like Let's yeah. just say it's connected to the Cloverfield. Universe. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely one of the better movies in in that chunk. But yeah, I mean, man, we we've, we've I don't know for I, I think we covered this thing pretty good though. Is there anything else y'all want to say about it that you liked? Or I mean, I enjoyed all the performances. I really liked everybody in this movie. T.J. Miller was great. He's always mm-hmm. he's always great. I'm glad to see great him. Visuals, again. good yeah. pacing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can agree with both those as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, because yeah, I think I put everything. And, and I, I thought, I thought everyone did a good job. Like you said, I mean, Vincent Castle. I think that they kind of. That's honestly the only thing I'm like really upset about. Yeah, but. he could have had some more to work with, but he was still good. It just wasn't yeah. his. It, and that's not on him. Like no. it's the story of the writing. Like which, and clearly, this... I mean, he he took the job. Like he clearly thought this was interesting, and that's mm-hmm. what bums me about the fact that this didn't make a ton of money. I hope that it makes a lot on demand and mm-hmm. like at home for the home sales, which I think it is because. Like, when I searched it, IMDb does a thing where when you search it, it'll say, like... The scores? No, not the scores. Like, <laughs> I guess where it's ranking as far as, like, people watching it. I think it was IMDb. Like, if a lot of people are watching it and searching it and whatever, and it was it was IMDb or somewhere where it was high on that that list of, of people watching it currently. I can't remember where I saw that. I feel like it was IMDb. Right. Hmm. So people are watching it, I think. And now I think people are watching things more at home, you know, just kind of branching out and watching stuff that they might not have seen in theaters now because people are at home. Quick side note. Yeah. Love me some Jessica Henwick. Yeah, man. She's good great. to see her in a big budget yeah. film. Yeah. So. Is that the assistant? Uh, yes. She was the one. The, uh... She was in Iron Fist. She was in something else that we saw recently too because I feel like we were talking about her. Maybe Iron Fist has just came up a couple times on this podcast. She's but... making strides though. She was, yeah. the, she was the doctor. So yeah, the, the British scientist. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The only very, other lady. In the yeah, show. it was just interesting hearing her with a British accent because, it, like in Iron Fist, she's got an American one, and I guess she's naturally British. I think so, or English, or mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah. But I think for the most part, we've covered this thing pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I, we all enjoyed it across the board. So it was interesting to compare Sea Fever versus this. It really did. I was kind of like, man, we should have watched Sea Fever first. <laughs> I might have been even a little bit more forgiving about sea fever if I hadn't enjoyed underwater so much. So 
Yeah, so at this point, we're going to go right back on into it and do our tomato scores again for you guys on the second movie. So are you all ready? I've already got it plugged mm-hmm. in here. Chris, can you see it? Yeah, no, I can't. Okay, so I'm going to bring it up right now. So, oh, goodness, if I can click on it. Underwater, Rotten Tomatoes scores for critics and audience. Oh, man. <laughs> that is so brutal. It's got a 40. <laughs> it has a 48 from uh, critics, man. That is rough. And so what we guessed, I wrote it down, which Chris was way off. I know that. Chris guessed 80, so. It's close, man. Yeah, close. real close. Kyle guessed 61 and I guessed 57. So I was the closest on that. And then it was a 60 by the audience, which is lower, way lower than even I thought that should be. And that's by 2,855 people for the audience mm. and 197 from the critics. So that's about about Still two-thirds wild. of how the critics normally, the number, it's usually in the 300 and somethings for the mm. bigger movies for the critics. And then the audience score is decent for that number, of, or I mean, not being a 60 but for that number of people close to 3000 is a decent number of people but still that's just they're both way so low i mean i guessed an 80 so i was the closest on both of them but i was still 20 off on the audience like that's impressively Mm. off so clearly we had different feelings on this thing than a lot of people which and if you think about it though a 60 even with the audience score a 60 on rotten tomatoes means that 60 percent of people liked it not everyone <laughs> yep. gave it a 60. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't like everybody on a scale of 1 to 5 yeah, gave right. it a, you know, a 3. Sure. So, you know, I mean, there is that. But still, that's just, oh man, these numbers bum me out. And I was worried about that. And this bums me out worse than I thought. So it says, um, underwater strong cast and stylish direction aren't enough to distract from the strong sense of deja vu provoked by this claustrophobic thriller's a derivative story. I do have hollow story and plot in the in the cons, yeah, but which and they say derivative. Like uh, they're saying that this is like other stuff when they could say deja vu provoked. Like I mean, it is kind of like Alien. It is kind of like some other things, but like that doesn't but mean not, it's bad. The, I don't think it had enough to be like, oh, I'm watching a remake or like. Yeah, I still think it was it was its own thing. Yeah, but paying enough homage to other classics, I. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. That's yeah, I still enjoyed it, so fuck Yeah, me too. Screw everybody on this one. Yeah, so let's see what some of the top critics were saying. Um, oh, the same guy, that Kevin Mayer from the UK Times. <laughs> he, he On the other one, he didn't like it either. Yeah. So on this one, he also did not like it. He said, the abyss meets aliens. Uh, wow. Yeah. The abyss meets aliens with a bit of the Poseidon adventure and a lot of Pacific Rim, and a dash of the Meg in this subaquatic sci-fi that offers nothing more than a sum of its references. I mean, you're picking from so many different movies. It's I like, know. you can do that with anything. Yeah. If he's comparing Poseidon Avenger because of, oh, the station's collapsing just like part of the ship's collapsing because it's upside down. Yeah. I'm going to say false. That's yeah. so different. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. Like... I mean, but you can do that with anything, if you, especially if you're picking that many different things. Like, 
Yeah, it's just, I don't know. And he's trying to poke fun at the fact that he felt like it was just ripping everything off. But, like, I just don't... I mean, it did feel like some other things, but, like, that... Everything, almost, is derivative of something else. It's rare for something to be 100% creative. Inception was, like, a groundbreaking one. That's the most recent one. But then it's like you think about, like, even Doctor Strange. Like, it pulled from Inception, you know? But, like, it didn't make Doctor Strange bad. Right. Like, he mm-hmm. just pulled from some of those visuals, right. you know? So, like, this one person, literally the only thing they say is instantly forgettable. Like, first off, maybe for you, David Jenkins. Eat some ginkgo blabloa. <laughs> better your brain memory stuff, man. Yeah, then it won't be forgettable. Well said. Man. Yeah, yeah. So this person, Scott Marks from San Diego Reader, he liked it. He said, there's no better feeling than starting the new year right with enough affectionate action-packed genre picture like that was my thing is like i did feel like this was affectionate towards the genre Mm -hmm. like it felt like it was being made and created by people who like these kind of movies right and i thought that they did that thing well Mm -hmm. but i mean if you just like it's not some deep story driven no heartthrob revolutionary movie it's just entertaining it's It's fun fun, feel good popcorn flick and it's suspenseful enjoy the ride everybody dies obviously if hopefully you've seen it at this point yeah but i mean like obviously spoilers like Almost. that's why <laughs> like that's what makes it great in my mind it's not that's it would have been bad if everybody lived or even if kristen stewart lived i would have liked it a lot less yeah but the fact that everybody died except yeah. for two people that really probably played the least amount in the movie yeah yeah like, exactly that's great. yeah they were just kind of they were literally one of them was literally carried through half of the movie yeah exactly so. yeah he got injured early on and was yeah. drugged through the whole movie which and he's a great actor honestly they didn't he didn't have a ton to do in this movie and he's actually really great he's in something currently which i won't talk about and he's very good in and mm-hmm. also he's he was in tim cliverfield lane and he was great in that too yes he was and in um the newsroom that's really where he mm-hmm. really kind of got his start was in that show and did great but like this person, literally this one person from the Daily Telegraph, he says, as viewers of this Drek, uh, we could teach the Earth's crust a few things about being deeply bored. Like, <laughs> okay, first off, this guy's trying to be like Captain Holt from B99 using, yeah. using Drek and everything. Exactly. Like, stop. Like, that just sounds pretentious and douchey. But either way, like, this movie, regardless of what you thought, like, it wasn't boring. No. Like, that was the last thing. It was, it was one of the most balls out films I've For seen. For them, apparently, it was. But the fact that it wasn't. Yeah. Beauty of differing opinions. I guess, yeah. yeah, it is. But still, it's just like how. I mean, unless you're just like. I almost feel like you personally have to make something like this board. Like, as far as like you just have to be so disinterested that then it becomes bored. Not that sure. what's happening on screen is boring. It's just that like it becomes boring to you because you're just like, I don't care about any of right. this. You're disinterested. Yeah. Yeah. And so therefore it just leads to boredom. Not that it, the film itself is bored. Right. Boring. But like, I don't know. Yeah. That's just a weird thing. But anyway, so those are a few of the thoughts and which clearly we had different thoughts than a lot of people, but you know, I'm interested to see what, cause I I mean, I don't think, oh, I know my, my mom, my sisters aren't going to come from a critic type perspective on this. So I'm really interested to see what they didn't like about it because they're part of the 40 percent. yeah they're part of that 40 percent. so that that did not like it but 
I guess, yeah, that covers everything, guys. We don't need to talk about that too much more. We've kind of dug into everything. So, actually, this is the part of the podcast where we have our send-off songs. It's our music recommendations from each of us for the week. And we actually have a really awesome playlist on Spotify you can go to. It's the Critically Aroused Send-Off Songs playlist. And there will be a link of it as well in the show notes So you should definitely check that out. The playlist is getting better and better. It's really great. We've got some good stuff on there. I'm pretty proud of it. So you guys want to go with what your send-off songs are? Kyle, since you're the guest, you go first. Go ahead, Kyle. Sure. Um, I'm going to be sending you all off with some good vibes. Uh, The song is Feel Alright by Poolside. Nice, nice. Sounds like a fun song. It's a bop. (laughs) It's a bop. All right, and Chris... I'm also sending you good vibes with mine. It's an uplifting yeah. song, yes. but it's an indie song by uh, Brooks Dixon, hmm. and it's called uh, Not In This Alone. Brooks little Dixon. uplifter for these nice. troubled, sad times. Nice, and it's funny because I actually have... A super depressing song. <laughs> a very depressing song. No, that would be Matt. Matt would be the one coming in with something like that. No, I Miss actually you, also have a very upbeat, happy song. <laughs> and it is, if I can find it in my notes here, it is actually, literally, the song is called Good. And so the song is called Good, and it is by Twin XL. And this song is a really happy, uh, fun song. Kyle's heard it a couple times with us working and that sort of thing. So it's it's a it's a it's a it's, as Kyle would say, it's a bop. Does it slap, dude? It slaps. Oh, it slaps. Good. Yes. Slaps. That's all I look for. Slaps hard. <laughs> it slaps, brother. Okay. okay. And you we're just, done. You just switched the whole code. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. On that note, (laughs) I think we're going to get the hell out of here before we lose our minds. God, we're so white. Yeah, we are, brother. (laughs) It slaps hard. Hard. I'm about to run out of the studio. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, uh, special thanks. We've got to do that. So, definitely want to thank Dominic with Ketsa Music. That's K-E-T-S-A. That's our intro and exit songs. And it's Ketsa Music, uh, K-E-T-S-A-M-U-S-I-C.com, KetsaMusic.com. And you can actually download a lot of his songs for free on his site and other places as well. So you should check out his stuff. And then you can find us on Instagram at, at Critically Aroused. Our Twitter is at Aroused Media. Our website is criticallyaroused.fireside.fm. And actually, one more special thanks will go to my sister, Aubrey Andrews, who did our logo. And if you want to check that out, you can take a... Or, or her work and maybe even interested in having her do something for you uh, because she does this sort of thing on the side as well. So uh, her link to her info will also be in our show notes as well. So guys, thanks. This has been a super fun one. And we'll see you later, brothers. Thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> see ya. Deuces. See ya.